Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Well, that means we're starting the show off with Tom Ruiz. Let's go. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm fixing my headphones so I can't tell if Tom's good or not. How's he sound? Does he sound good? <laughs> Sounds handsome. Just starting to see a little oh, bit got a little okay. What's, what's that? What's you got that too, Van? It's in my ear. Yeah, what's that? Go ahead and kill that satellite, Tyler. Okay, good job. Here we go. <laughs> Tom Ruiz, welcome oh. to the program, brother. So good to see you guys. Tom Ruiz, everyone knows, is Albuquerque Fire everything. You're the, uh, you're the department. You're the hose. You're the hydrant. You're the dog. <laughs> Albuquerque uh, Fire. Uh, that. The guy. The guy. So, Tom. I'll take it. You're joining us because uh, what we were going to do is we are going to start off with hot takes about the Lobos and how they're back. Do you want to try to extinguish that, or what's your plan? Not even close. No. That was a great game. It, it was a finally game. It was a, it's about time, right? Yes, it's Tom. A, it's a, I don't think I've mentioned to you. There's someone that uh, that it's on their team that uh, I have a close tie to. Oh, say it out loud. Tell everyone. Oh, my my man, Mac Monzonatis. Okay. Okay. Oh, dude. He's, yeah. He's my boy. Okay. Um, it was really good to see the Lobos play last night and play to their potential, right? I yeah. think that's really what it's what what we kind of hoped and thought and want to see out of them. On senior night. Senior night. Let's the, go. Perhaps the most, I don't know, maybe important night, you think? Well, for a senior, for a senior. Tra- championship, for, for that, for big one. championship, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, second, one. second to that, second to that, definitely senior night. It, it was so good to see those guys play well. It really was, uh, and it means so much to those folks too, um, for the whole program. Yeah, I agree with that. For the whole program, Tom, I think we got them right where we want them. Who was they for the Mountain West tournament? Oh, Lobos yeah. men's basketball. Okay, you got a bunch of tough losses. Some of them on a stretch. Tough we bounce back right back mm-hmm. in. They don't take us seriously. We got them right where they want. Who is they? They, everyone else in the Mountain <laughs> West. <laughs> the they the Mountain is West. they, Fred. The rest of the Mountain West. The proverbial they. Yeah. Wait for the, this tournament run. The wait, which tournament? This the they Mountain them West tournament. I don't know why Van has turned the Mountain West tournament into the pronoun tournament. The? But yeah, it today on <laughs> today's I nine varsity the varsity of pronouns. Ooh, that's not a bad one. The tournament. The, thank you. The tournament that's right tom you're here because uh well future firefighters of albuquerque are listening that's why you were here my you man. said it uh we are having a career fair so so many times we've gone to other job fairs where we partake in other people's or we have a booth at someone else's yes. job fair this is not what this is about this is a career fair put on by albuquerque fire rescue highlighting albuquerque fire rescue there's there will be some other folks there however it's going to be taking place at our fire training academy and we will have, I would say, most of, if not all of our divisions there, especially divisions, highlighting what we do. So we've talked about this before, right? 300 times a day, there's a fire truck and or a firefighter going to do something. Wow. Dispatched, man. That wow. word is dispatched. 911 has been called. Later. So it, it's so many times the question has been asked, what do you guys do? What, what, did you know this about the fire department? Did you know that about 
our capabilities, right? And we talked about that when the DeMar uh, Hamlin right. uh, call right. came, came in, right? Uh, it was first responders, EMTs, the ones that saved his life. So um, what we're trying to do is really highlight us as a department as a whole, our heavy technical rescue skills, our uh, fire marshal's office, our wildland division, our heart department, which goes to people that call 911 on a frequency because they fall all the time. So our home engagement and alternative response team goes out to those folks and gets them the resources they need. Most of the time, those are social resources, not a 911 fire department folks. So this is an opportunity for those individuals, you said it best, Fred, that are thinking about the fire department to come out and see what job opportunities we have for you. So I know a kid, I know a young adult, mid-20s, doesn't really have direction in his life, wears a hat backwards every day to the office, loves gummy snacks, okay? It's Tyler Lovely. He's right here. Hi, Tyler. So, I know a few of those, too. <laughs> so Tyler Lovely, he, he immediately heard you were having this career day, and he thought fire juggling. That's what he thought. He thought it was a world of entertainment. He thought it was fire swallowing. He thought it was other activities that involved axe ju- throwing. It's not that. Opposite. Tyler, I'm sorry. I know I have been practicing so many yeah, more dangerous just, things to yeah, do with fire is, than what you're talking about I, right I now. I can't wait to see that, honestly. <laughs> but but this is not the one. Tyler, you, we'll see you on Saturday. We'll show you what it's like to be uh, in the fire department. Okay, oh. I, I will be reprimanded on Saturday is what he's saying. <laughs> no, no. This is, this is uh, a friendly opportunity to expose folks to the fire department and the many jobs that we do, the many hats that we wear on a daily basis, and how we are able to provide care uh, for the community. So, all right, so it's Saturday. Where is it at? It's at our Fire Training Academy, which is on 98th and Central. It's 10500 Sunset Garden Southwest. Okay. Our Fire Academy, uh, it is from 10 to 2. We will be there with all our bells and whistles. Uh, lots of our folks, you'll be able to speak with anybody from any one of our divisions, uh, from our uh, paramedic training division, from our fire marshal's office. Uh, my office will be there, the public affairs office. Recruiting division will be there. Uh, telling you all the many attributes and uh, positive things and ways that you can help your community by joining the fire so department. Is it straight wearing a jacket and wearing a hat and being a firefighter? Well, like, talk to me about some of the the adjacent professions that'll be featured there that maybe a guy that's more like Van can do. Okay, I'm not going to touch that last part. Okay, yeah, but we'll, we'll the fire marshal's office, for Smart. example. So <laughs> all of our. All of our folks that are in the fire marshal's office are firefighters. They went through a fire academy. They're an EMT. If they need to, they can jump on a fire truck and go respond to a 911 call. Their primary function on a day-to-day basis in the fire marshal's office is inspecting buildings so people can work and live safely. That's a good example of a firefighter doing something else that perhaps, that perhaps something that most folks don't know about. We can highlight that. People that are in our heart division. They're firefighters. They're an EMT. They're a paramedic. They deal with folks that call 911 often. They can get them social resources. If they need to, they can. And there was a call last week where one of those folks that works in the heart office was on her way to work, and she saw a call. She responded to that call, and she provided life-saving, life-saving efforts to somebody that needed them, that was in need of help. Every single firefighter that you see on the street can do that but oftentimes they are taking on a different role they are fire instructors at our academy all of our folks that train the new cadets are firefighters 
they're the ones that went through the same training academy. They know how to do it. They teach you the ins and outs of how to be a firefighter, right? be a paramedic. Those are the folks that you will see, uh, the folks that are dispatch. Every time you call 911 and it's a fire-related call or a e- EMS-related call, those folks on the other end of that line are firefighters. They just happen to be a dispatcher on the other end of that line, and they can help you get resources for your emergency. Well, you were talking about how unique Albuquerque Fire and Rescue is, how many different positions there are, how many different kinds of people can fill these jobs. For the person who is new to what you guys do and how unique Albuquerque Fire and Rescue is, what are some skill sets that someone that might just think of AFR as putting out fires? What is something else that in another career that you're looking for that like, hey, you'd be a good fit with that us? That would translate. That's a good question. That's a great question. So a lot, of, a lot of our folks in the in the heart division deal with folks on a social level. They're essentially social workers. They just happen to be a firefighter that carries a paramedic license, and they're able to connect with them and get them resources that they need. Uh, folks in our fire marshal's office, folks in our ADAPT program, uh, which is for the buildings that are dilapidated and, and uh, abandoned buildings. Uh, in every support division, there are folks that are their trade. Uh, you're, you're truly, uh, especially, I'm, I'm, my trade is a paramedic firefighter. I've been on a paramedic for 17 years. So I can go on a fire truck and, and function as a paramedic. I just happen to be in a support role where I do something else on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, um, and that is a question we've talked about this plenty of times before. Did you know? Did you know that? Uh, AFR responds to approximately 300 calls a day, and most of those are EMS calls, whether that's someone having a stroke, someone having a diabetic emergency, somebody having a fall, or there's a wildland fire. That firefighter that can help you with your medical emergency is the same firefighter that can help you with your wildland fire behind your house. Oh, yeah, and he can also perform a fire inspection uh, for your place of business. So... This is a great opportunity for the community and those folks that are interested in becoming a firefighter to come out and see what those different jobs are, see how those different jobs function on a day-to-day basis. Well, and and you're kind of burying the lead a bit because every day at the firehouse, man, at 4 o'clock, they turn on two men on. Of course. So you get to, at work, just enjoy the program, and I think that is one of the finest aspects of of joining an organization like the Albuquerque Fire Department. Yours truly. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I heard four to seven Monday through Friday is the least amount of fire. That's what I heard. Or emergencies the, of any time. I wish. Don't make that face. The <laughs> highest number of calls was January 22nd, right after the NFC divisional round, whenever the Cowboys lost to the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, oh, no, mm-hmm. my world's coming to an end. Oh, yeah. I'm Dallas Cowboy fan. <laughs> was that the, the highest call volume? Tom? Absolutely. There is a direct correlation <laughs> between call volume before, during, and after football games. Yes, so bonkers. Absolutely. Don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all. It, go ahead, Fred. I was just going to say, Tom, uh, one more time because we're up against it. But it, sure. who, who is prime right now? If the if Albuquerque Fire Department was like, we are looking for this individual, describe that individual for me. Those folks in their early 20s, uh, as young as 18 years old, right? Tyler. Tyler. Uh, looking for a career. That's what, it's not a job. It's a career. You are looking to help the community. And we will provide you a career with great benefits, great pay. Uh, there, there is no losing end to this. You, you help the community. We give you a career. 
Uh, we offer bonuses for folks that are already paramedics, uh, right. a substantial uh, sign-on bonus. For, for some folks that are already a paramedic and think, well, can I make it in the fire department? You absolutely can. Those folks come see us on Saturday. We'll talk you through it, and we'll get you started on the career. Uh, now, Tyler, you also you also get a bonus if you buy a red pickup truck. You get a bonus for that. You get a bonus if you name your dog Sparky. That's right. You get a bonus if you have a son named Blaze. There's a lot of different. If you get a tattoo, Tyler, if you get a tattoo of your fire department number, you get a bonus for that too. So there's a lot of bonuses. This is so up my alley. I actually yeah. have plenty of buddies that I'm going to be sending your way. So prepare to shake hands with some unemployed 19 year olds. I'm ready. Let's bring it. Let's do it. <laughs> what is it about the fire world? That attracts good-looking dudes. Good like, question. Like you, ca- like you, Tom. Like, uh, uh, beat yeah. me to it, but yes, very much <laughs> so. Are you? Do you only attract really good-looking dudes to Albuquerque Fire and Rescue, or it's, people like Fred? Can they also apply? Yeah. It's one hundred percent uniform, guys. Come on, <laughs> let's, 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 let's be honest. He who dies with the most uniforms wins. That, Boom. I don't even know what that means, That's but right. I'm I'm super in on that. I the, spent no. The, the one thing that I wanted to mention, Tyler, especially those folks that are. Not quite sure what their career path is. Come see us. Right. Like, honestly, come see us. Uh, there's so many things that the young adult is looking for and that we can provide. Well, you know what? I do work at a radio station, so if there's one thing I am unsure of, it is my career. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will be seeing you Saturday. We, we, we could switch for a day, Tyler. I'll, I'll, I'll switch with you. Tom Ruiz, thank you so very much, brother. Albuquerque Fire Department. Anything we missed? ABQfire.com. That's where you can register, look for all of the ways you can start your career, create your profile, uh, look for how to get hired, abqfire.com and cbq.gov slash fire. Do you own a Dalmatian? Perhaps. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> where we get back, boys, more Lobo reaction. It's tuning on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I hate... I hate the Fresno State Bulldogs. Just so everyone knows. Go on. I hate their face. I hate Bulldogs their... do have stupid faces. Why did us as a human species do that to Bulldogs? Hey, okay. We didn't mean to go down this segment, but why do we do that to dogs? We we make them lose the ability of their best ability. Tyler, I believe we you... We take away their noses. Tyler, you live in, I believe, a culture where how bred a dog is is very important. Is that important to your people? The percent of of a dog's breed? Yes, I guess I think somewhat. I think I think being from Albuquerque, that's important, right? The okay. Well, here's when I moved to town. I learned three things. Yeah, I learned three things when I moved to town. Number one, you can get to cockfighting within like 45 minutes wherever you live. Yeah. Number two, you can buy illegal fireworks year round on the east side of the mountain. And number three, the percent of your bred dog is more important than the bread in your house. Like it's it's the most important thing in the world. To Albuquerque. Yeah. I know we haven't broached this topic on the program yeah. in quite some time, but I come from a renowned cockfighting family. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so renowned? Stupid. This is a true story. My great uncle Frank, Frank Nunley, has a cockfighting tournament named after him. Are you using real names? Yes. He's dead. He doesn't care. Oh, my He's God. still got his cockfighting tournament. Why? He's a legend. No, first, that's not what the, he might be legendary, mm. but he's not a legend. This actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not proud of it. Why are you talking about the legacy then? Because it's a true story. Oh, I don't this is how prevalent cockfighting is in New Mexico. I like the story. My family did it just one generation ago. <laughs> it's like, yeah. The Cowboys, 
My family was cockfighting when the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl. That's how. It's <laughs> a true story. Tyler, you ever been to a cockfight? I've never been to a cockfight, but I love the idea of a cockfighting legacy right there. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's that's wild to me. Like, well, what if I did, like, clock in and I was like, oh, my God, you're related to the Frank Nunley? Yeah. Like, the <laughs> cockfighting Frank? Yes. Uh-huh. And Uncle Pat, Grandpa Elsie. Yeah, they're all cockfighters. <laughs> it stopped with me and my father. Fresno's logo is and no more. Fresno's logo is stupid. That's the whole point I'm trying to get to. Yes. That stupid fat dog that kind of looks like the dog from the Looney Tunes, but it's not that dog. It's like a different dog from Tom and Jerry. Do you know what I'm talking about? Also, college football teams. Oh. There's fig- enough bulldogs. Figure it out. Come on. Your area of the country isn't unique to bulldogs, you okay. losers. Today's I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of cliche team names. Okay. okay? I like that. So that's today's I-9 varsity because I get real tired of whenever the Wildcats... Oh, more Wildcat. Have huh? to beat the Wildcat. Which Wildcat? Oh, my God. The Puma? The Mountain Lion? The Panther? All right, from the texter, I guess people were listening to KKOB before they got over here because Tom Ruiz did back-to-back segments over with TJ Trout and us. Just kind of on the airwaves right now, huh, <laughs> That's a pretty good little bit. Pretty good little bet. Udezi's a dude. Olek's a dude. Mashburn's a dude. House is a dude. Mm-hmm. I'm re I'm rejuvenated. I'm re-energized. Hey, Dent is a dude. Dent is a dude. I'm excited for him to get. Oh, I, let's finish this season first. <laughs> but also, I'm excited for him to get significantly more minutes next year. If I had to right now, go back and reread my diary on the New Mexico Lobos from the season. There was the beginning when I was drawing a lot of rainbows on pages. Naturally. There was the beginning. I had, remember that unicorn-centric little run I had there all over my diary? I can never forget 14 and I, I wasted an entire sheet of Lisa Frank stickers <laughs> on the first 10 games. Do you know what that is, Tyler? Is that a good joke to you? Yeah, Lisa Frank. Thank I you. love some Lisa Frank. Good. Thank I'm you. glad that's still relevant. <laughs> <laughs> on the first 14 games of the season. Yeah. When we, got, when we went to top 25, we were number one. I told you. It's just like every time you meet a new girl. Yeah. You just fly through the sky. It's all Lisa Frank stickers all over the place. And then, boom, no more journal paper. Desi scores 25. And then, boys. Senior on senior night. So hot. Then I took my multicolored four-click pen as I was writing in my diary. Mm-hmm. And I went from, I went from, and although it would sound like red ink would be good because this is the Lobos, I went from black ink to blue ink because I got a little worried to, to, to gross red ink, and I was writing terrible thoughts about the Lobos. Yeah, and, for sure. And I, had, I, would, I, was having, I was having night sweats. Mm-hmm. And I, was having, I was having night, what's worse than night sweats? Night uh, vomits? Yes, night, t- night terrors. Okay. I was having that. And then. <laughs> night puke shirts. And then last night, you know what I did? I took, I took that diary. Okay. And I burned it. Oh, got rid of it because none of it matters because it only matters from right now. It's the tournament, baby. It's the tournament, baby. It's the tournament. We got to do that Colorado State thing, whatever. That's stupid. We'll get that out of the way. The tournament. Because we got boys who can go. We 100 adjacent? You know what 100 adjacent does? Mm-hmm. It beats everyone. Everybody. You got In dudes. this league. Dudes playing like dudes. Udezi going. Udezi's going to take over this tournament. Dog, you 11 to 13 last night. Hey, Mountain West, watch out. If my boy, Sebastian the Swedish Streetball Forsling, comes in healthy, 
He's going to give you the best 10 minutes of your life. That's what- <laughs> <laughs> House is like, hey, uh, hey, Morris, um, go ahead and go ahead and have the scoring title for the night's game. I'll just have 24. What? No big deal. You got two dudes with 50? MBD. And so from the start to the beginning, also UNM, UNM Sports Properties, all those people that celebrated the seniors, let's go. Yes. Let's go oh, they did let's such a great job. But it's the tournament, boys. I got one worry. You ready? There's a lot of minutes for six guys. Mm-hmm. That's the way it's going to be. It's going to have to be. That's the way they're built. There's only so many games left. Yeah. I'm not trying to overhype it. We're not going to lose a game in the tournament. So you're crowning. I'm crowning the Mountain West champions right now. Our University of New Mexico yeah. Lobos men's basketball. 100% with certain. Mountain West tournament champions right now. Hey, Tyler, cut this. Four minutes, 23 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> 423 and 423. That's not that's not what that meant. That's but, synchronicity. Okay, you're just saying numbers. This is like Rain Man stuff. None of this applies to the Eight, production. 82, 82, 82, 246 toothpicks, yeah. I'm from, cutting some. From the live, <laughs> from the texter, Cowboys is a pretty cliche name. Here's the thing. You're talking mm-hmm. about my New Mexico Highlands University Cowboys? Uh, is that what we're doing right now? Okay. We're going <laughs> to do that right now? Hey, who's been around longer? The yeah. city of Las Vegas or Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, who's who's been around longer, the city of Dallas or Cowboys? Lost me there, but I appreciate the sentiment. P- please. I don't own a Dallas hat. I own a Cowboy hat. That's the point I'm trying to get to. Okay. Yeah. And a New Mexico Highlands Cowboys hat. Tyler, you know you always wear a backwards cap? If I gave you a New Mexico Highlands Cowboys hat, would you wear it backwards? Um, I would. Cool, dude. Yeah. Sweet. Don't give him one. Let me give him one. Because I have one that I don't wear. You're not a hat guy. Not a hat guy. Not a hat guy. Four Lobos and double digits. I'm telling you. In the pit, by the way. Mm. Like, mm. as far as send-offs go, super sweet. Super sweet. The pit's rocking. Stays rocking. Look. Lobo fan, if you're on the fence about this basketball program, get off the fence. You're on if you're on the fence about the trajectory of you, this program. Stop liking fencing. You don't understand the pit watching it on television. While our dude Rob Portnoy is fantastic, Very you don't get the same thing from radio. You have to be there at the pit supporting the dudes in person because it is a whole nother universe when that pit is packed. One rebound away from a double-double. We talked about how Udezi's done that all season long. Also, K.J. Jenkins had a game going for 11. If if they can all fire, if they can all do it, Van, seven guys over 20 minutes, if you can get five of those seven every time in double digits, mm-hmm. I'm, ooh, because I'm looking at the Mountain West, and San Diego State's a pretty good team. Yeah. They're pretty good. They're in the teens now, aren't they? No, they just lost. Are they in the teens? They that would make the, me they mad. They were in the teens. When's Selection Sunday? This Sunday? I believe so. Not this Saturday, because that would be a dumb name for it. No, it's after the tournament. So this is championship week and then selection. I'm, hey, we just had crossover at the university. We were wrapping up winter sports and spring sports were starting. Mm-hmm. You know me personally. I've been a zombie. I've been nonstop. Give me the Lobos in the tournament. 
undefeated. There's some, w- there's some the whole good, thing. There's good teams in the Mountain West. There's Look, very got, good teams. We got stars. We weren't. We, we got dudes that can take over a basketball game. Originally in the year, I thought there are not good teams in the Mountain West. That's the thing I said out loud in the mm-hmm. show. I said they're not. And I said the Lobos are going to beat them all. And because the Lobos are going to beat them all, and they're not going to get W's. And because the other teams don't get W's, they go down in the standings. Because they go down in the standings, only one will prevail. Highland rules. Not the university. Highlander. Yes, yeah, sure, sure. But that didn't happen. And now, because everyone beat up on everyone, everyone is good. Do you know about the Albuquerque Highlander? What is that? There can only be Juan. Tyler, you can use that in your set. <laughs> Yo, if y'all got me a New Mexico Highlander hat, <laughs> <laughs> every day. Tyler just wants a New Mexico high. <laughs> that's Tyler. It's, a, it's just Tyler on a hat. It, that's literally what it is. Me on a hat. <laughs> I got the I got the Lobos doing it though because we were talking about this on the program and hey I recognize the Colorado State game I'm cool Friday is a big deal I'm not saying it's not mm-hmm. a big deal they had to get this one and they had to get it big and that's exactly what they did 14 points kissing 100 94 is not 100 front shut up but to me that's the one of the one this is the one. and if you don't run the Mountain West tournament which by the way I think this team can yes you're probably done playing basketball. Your Lobos have beat four teams in the top 40. That's what I'm saying. It's a legit basketball team. Morning show is going to be out at the tournament. That's going to be super sweet. The oh, yeah. Guys you already know. So I'm into it. I'm into the Lobos. I was not into the Lobos for like a month. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? That was the slide. You're fickle. You're a fickle human, though. How do you feel? You're a front runner. No. So you don't support the boys like I do when they're in a down spot, which they needed. They needed us. They when needed a boost. They needed that support. They needed to show up to the pit, even though the boys were on a down streak. Now that they're up again, here comes Fred. You put on an Aztecs hat and went and worked for the competition. Hold on. I just had a black blazer. I did not wear a hat. I didn't. There's no black and red on my suit. Black and red. Black and red. Also, look how it paid off. They lost their very next game. I'm a triple agent. Good job, Van. Thank you, Van. Yeah, but you would only be doing the work of a double agent. They they thought I was a double agent, but little did they know I was a triple agent. See if I could work my magic again in the tournament. On senior night, KJ Jenkins, that's a, that's super sweet. 11 points, big win at home. Just a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. Fresno State's got one guy. They're not going to do anything in the tournament. I felt bad saying it like that. I shouldn't have said it like that. Well, it's true. Don't feel bad about the truth. I think that was the last conference game for Fresno State. I think they're home against, like, Chicago nobody. Like, I think they have, like, a weird conference game for some reason. A little fill-in game? Yeah. Maybe they had New Mexico State on their schedule or something. Make a couple more bucks. Ooh, that could be correct. That might be correct. I'm into it. The Bulldogs beat us last time, right? Am I making that up? They did. Because that was the first defeat they took. The first L they took was was against the the Bulldogs. That was the weird one. That one came out of nowhere. I got so mad about that at the time. And you know what you said? You said, don't worry about it, Fred. They'll be fine in eight games after they lose seven. And I said, I don't believe you. (laughs) Nostra dumbass strikes again. Aaron Rodgers in the news. Can't wait to bring you more of this. Ugh. You know when I say, uh, it's not because I don't want to talk about it. 
It's because he got so Rogersy today, though. He did. It's just uniquely Rogersy. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mister Rogers. He has co-opted being Rogersy. It used to mean nice. Now it just means being a weird douchebag. I agree. Yeah. More on that when we get back. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. This is what happens. When you merely adopt the dark mm-hmm. and you're not born into it. You nailed it. This is what happens, Van. When you merely adopt the dark and you're not born into it. <laughs> this is coming from. Is this a Big Lebowski reference or is it a Dark Knight reference? I can't tell the difference. You are the dark. What? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> this is so stupid. Aaron Rodgers says he will make his decision soon enough after emerging from his darkness retreat. I want it. What I need to do is I have to somehow disassociate the words darkness and retreat. I think it's only making it worse for me. Okay. Go on. If he were just be like, hey, man, I went on a retreat. Yeah. 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 I'd be like, yeah. Okay. But it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. We would assume it would be like a darkness retreat or a silence retreat. Right. Or an ayahuasca retreat. If somebody were to come up to me and be like, I carry a lot of darkness in me. I'd be like, okay, weird. Okay. Let's talk this out. Let's talk it out. Who's your Who's your Medicare provider? Right. I got a guy. Let me refer you to someone. I kind of think Aaron has switched from ayahuasca to salvia. Okay. Okay. That's a, like, that's a extremely accurate reference that you're not going to get, Fred. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's uh, as far as mental health goes. Um, uh, holistically is how I deal with it. Like dark, <laughs> like darkness retweets. Mm. I, darkness he, retweets he, is what I want. He did his own research, Fred. Now is this also one of those things where it's like it's not real if you don't talk about it? Because if we would just stop talking about it, it might go away. Oh, there's no chance of that. Do you remember the other day when there was a giant sphere on the beach? Just a giant, just just a big-ass sphere washed up on the beach and was the news cycle for like 12 hours. Do you remember this? Turns out it was a buoy. Mm-hmm. Once people stop talking about it, it just goes away. That's what I think this is with Aaron Rodgers. It's just a, it's just a big piece of washed-up trash on the beach. So that was, to me, it looked like a... See? Here we go. The bottom of a crane. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, wrecking ball at the bottom of a crane. Yeah, like a Frasier. A lot of people probably would have thought it was a wrecking ball, but Miley Cyrus was nowhere to be found. He was not on top of it. He was not on top of it or anywhere close to it on that beach. I'm going to have to... I'm going to come out and be honest here, brother. I love every second of this. No, you don't. I love every second of this. This is so fun to me that this weirdo... One of the best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL just keeps giving us all this data that he is a absolute weirdo. I love it so much. Do you remember when I quit social media and I didn't tell anyone I quit social media and then all these people called me and they were like, hey, did you block me on social media? Mm. Aaron Rodgers is the guy that says, I'm quitting social media in seven days. I'm quitting social media in six days. I'm quitting social media in five days. That's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers can't do a single thing in his whole life without telling someone to look at him. He's a small child jumping off a small diving board in a small backyard pool yelling 
for his babysitter to watch him every single time. That is Aaron Rodgers. To you, Aaron Rodgers is the kid. I think Aaron Rodgers is an Olympic diver, and I'm going to watch anyways because it's so damn interesting. As a guy who uses the dating app a lot, he's desperate for attention and validation. Okay, now are you projecting? You know what you're doing here? Or analyzing. <laughs> Look, he's had a Brett Favre-sized chip on his shoulder his whole career. He is emulating Brett Favre, except for unsolicited wiener picks. He has copied Brett Favre's career to the T. It's the exact playbook. Have a long, successful career. Win a bunch of MVPs. Be the best quarterback during the regular season. Choke in the playoffs. Go to the Jets. Only win one Super Bowl. Get this off-season attention every single season. We've been through this for like three years with Aaron Rodgers, and we went through it for like five years with Brett Favre. And we have a real every talk- single off-season. What you're doing is you're taking the worst human being on the planet, Brett Favre, and you're comparing Aaron Rodgers to him. So Aaron Rodgers doesn't look bad. This is comparative dismissal. This is what like terrorist organizations do to justify weird actors. The real problem here, the real mental health issue, which we talked about at length yesterday, which is load management. Because whenever the love of his life, Shailene Woolley, said, we need to open up this relationship, Aaron, he cracked. His mind went. He broke in half mentally. And he has not cured himself through medical and actual help in a way to allow himself to get right. So he is just thirsty like a brokenhearted teenage boy. And he needs actual help. And I quote, I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. All the answers are right inside me. I touched many of the feeling on both sides in the darkness. I'm thankful for that time. This is the ravings of a lunatic. It's a ravings of a lunatic. And I am here for it. Shailene Woolley is like, Woodley, Woodley, Woodley. Shailene Woodley was like, you're not the dude you think you are. And Aaron was like, but you know me best. Now, she on. was like, I know. She is crazier than him. Dog. She's the one that pumped all of this ayahuasca and anti-vax stuff into his veins. Yeah, or that's the picture he's painting now that he's been destroyed, a la Harley <laughs> Quinn and the Joker. Aaron Rodgers is Harley Quinn in this scenario. Okay, I was going to have to need you to clarify yeah, there. They're both crazy. I get that they're both crazy. You get a couple of crazy eights, what do you have? A pair. I touched many of the feeling <laughs> on both sides in the darkness. <laughs> what? What? Is this an Evanescence lyric? What is going on here? This is like when I text Tyler or something and he texts me back. He's like, why is this riddles, bro? <laughs> like, it's not. <laughs> Just, just me saying be 30 minutes early why, for work. Why does he talk like a bridge troll? <sighs> to be fair, the reason I'm 30 to be minutes fair. late. <laughs> the reason I'm 30 minutes late for work is because I am like alleviating myself from a darkness retreat. Every time okay. I come in. It's a regular pass moving yeah, forward. I just feel him on this. <laughs> <sighs> Tyler beat both of us today, so don't listen to him. Well, that's why we told him to be early, because we knew we were both up against it. I was only up against it because there's two wrecks on I-40 today. That place has been a Mad Max hellscape. 
the last two days. So, or the actual truth, you recently moved away from downtown, and you just don't know how to budget time correctly with highways. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm fantastic at it. Oh. When I want to be. What's the point of a darkness retreat to make a decision if you don't make a decision? What is the point of a darkness retreat? You didn't even treat yourself. He probably thinks there's actually a Gotham City team. 100%. That he can get traded to. <laughs> Emerge from the darkness. Bane-esque. Can you... I would like to take my talents to New Jersey. That's how he talks now. Like all the time. Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He changed his voicemail. All the answers are right inside me. I touched many of the feeling on both sides in the darkness. Please leave a message after the beep. <laughs> That's what he does. He acts like this every offseason, and then he's like, I just don't know why people are making a big deal of it. Like, dog. You are making a big deal of it. You, When Mariah Carey tours, everyone goes to see a diva. That's exactly what this is. Okay, well, I can't have you sitting around on this program. I mean, the program in question, of course, being two men on on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal, Fred. And you compliment all these wide receiver divas, but when my weirdo, ayahuasca-drinking, darkness-retreating love Aaron Rodgers does it, he's the bad guy all of a sudden. Can't have it both ways. Hey, Aaron, uh, what do you think about us going, Polly? That was what broke Aaron Rodgers. He's like, as long as I get to bring my trainer (laughs) back into the equation. Good thing we're (laughs) ethically non-monogamous. And he was like, I can't. He was like, you're not allowed to put labels on me. I create my own labels. I break up. Like, what? Just, you're weird, man. Live a weird life. He does have like a JV body count, though, in his days, though. I mean... Some A-list talent. Oh, he's has, got a varsity. Has slummed it with Aaron Rodgers. hundred yes. percent. Aaron Rodgers is as in, entertaining to you as any person can be for about 90 days. And then he runs out of material that he knows works. And he doesn't know how to create new material. When you meet him, he's unique. He's inspiring. He's uplifting. He's a fresh breath of air. He's all those dumb things that trick people. And then after 90 days... He's like, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually just watching a lot of Joe Rogan. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Look, you're talking about Shailene Woodley yeah, broke him. She's the one. I'm gonna tell you, he used to be on top of the world when he was actually a Super Bowl contender every year, pumping out MVPs with Olivia Munn stud on his arm. That's when he peaked, and when she left him for Hollywood. That's when he started to crumble. Uh, It wasn't Shailene Woodley. Olivia Munn left Aaron Rodgers, and that's when the first cracks in the dam were being seen. That's when he let a weirdo like Shailene Woodley into his life and pump him full of this anti-vax and ayahuasca garbage. That's when it started. Olivia Munn left him for John Mulaney. John Mulaney? Aaron Rodgers looks out and goes, you left me for that guy? And she goes, yeah, that's how bad you were. Mm -hmm. I picked John Mulaney. Aaron Rodgers right now is as bad as the last Last of Us episode. This thing's just drug out. I am over it. Also, if there's more on it tomorrow, we'll definitely bring you all the updates. Because I, I, I got more right now. A, no! <laughs>
Absolutely no. Major League Baseball talk because I don't want to go an hour of the program the rest of the year without talking Major League Baseball. Also, when Olivia Munn left John Mulaney, he got hooked on drugs too. They're together right now. Kids out there, do not get with Olivia Munn. <laughs> she will ruin your life. Tyler, take notes. If you have a chance. Also, if I have a chance, I'm going for it. Olivia Munn? It's worth it to ruin my life. Why would you life. have a chance? Hold on. You? How dare you? you oh, you are, you're not even in the, not only are you not JV John Mulaney, you're not even in the same school district as John Mulaney. Well, I know, because he lives way far away. It's way different school <laughs> district. Other side of town, all right? Yeah. You don't know. Hey, I'm not paying to go to school like his family did. We don't know that. Kidding me? We don't know that. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Sports Animal. Let's play nine. Like all nine, though. Don't short me. Don't short me any of the nine. I want to play the I want to play the top of the nine, and I want to play the bottom. I don't care what the score is. Van, Van, ask Joe. Ask Joe West if we can play the bottom in the ninth. He's retired, so we got to ask somebody else. J- Van, ask Joe West Jr. if we can play. If we can play bottom in the ninth. Did you say Joe Jonas Jr.? Joe Joe S. Jr. Oh, okay. I'm excited. I could ask New Mexico's own Doug Eddings. Ooh, D.E.? Yeah. yeah. Joining us on the live stream. I got a story I could tell you off air about Doug. Tyler is now part of the live stream, so um, if you're part of this thing on Facebook Live, if you're part of this thing on YouTube, wherever you, uh, that is, you're correct. That's what he looks like. Yeah. We described it pretty well on air. He yeah, like if you were to take a beanstalk and put like a weird wig on top of it and cut it poorly, put a backwards hat on it, that would be Tyler. That's Tyler Lovely. Sure. If you're if the scarecrow at your farm was previously a skateboarder, mm-hmm. that's what Tyler would look like. I, I think that's a very good analogy of Tyler, because Tyler looks like whenever you're a kid and you put a lighter to the end of the fork and then you start bending the forks like both opposite directions and then put two googly eyes on it. Yeah. That's basically Tyler Lovely. You forgot the backwards hat. With the with the small Barbie size backwards hat. <laughs> Tyler, you got any Tyler Lovely jokes about yourself? Or? I too many Tyler Lovely jokes. Okay. About just, just saying we got them. They're over here. Tell me about this preseason game, Van. So what had happened was. Spring training preseason. I'm sorry. You know when the home team is winning in the top of the ninth. Okay. You don't out. have to play the bottom of the ninth unless you need another at bat. It's a rule as old as the game of baseball. I believe it's in the rules of baseball. Correct. So that was the exact situation during the spring training game in between the Orioles and Pirates yesterday. Oh, okay. Two two powerhouses. So they probably don't need the reps. <laughs> the Pirates were up 7-3, and the coaches were like... The home team Pirates. Correct. He's like, hey, let's just play another one. These guys need some more reps. We got a pitcher on deck who he's already warmed up and everything. Love it. Let him throw That's some balls. That's what spring training's for. And the umps had already walked off the field since technically the game was over. So the Baltimore Orioles and Pittsburgh Pilots played the bottom of the ninth without umpires. Who called strikes? That would be the catcher. <laughs> <laughs> and he did a bang-up job of it, too. So everyone knows this. What you have to do is you have to send in a guy off the bench to stand in as umpire. Or somebody from the crowd. Somebody from the crowd would also just, work. Just for ceremony. Yeah. Th- hey, this guy? This guy here? Gold beer! Gold beer! You send him down there. Because he already has the voice to call a strike, Van. He has the, the, the cold beer call and the strike call very similar. Oh, sure. 
right? I'm going to do cold beer. You do strike at the same time. It's going to sound the same. Okay. Strike. See, I didn't do my trick to you. <laughs> trick you into that. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's, this is Sandlot rules. Hey, this is what I've been saying for years now. You have 120 cameras pointed at this baseball game. You don't need an umpire. You got every single camera angle. You got the robot strike zone. Just have like a guy there for ceremony. You need at least one guy down there wearing navy blue and a cool black hat, which I want. Let me write this down. With a sweet earpiece? Yes. That's he, all you need. He does like uh, Just to clarify what the robot, who is always correct, tells you what to do. Also, if our algorithm overlord is listening, you're doing great. Thank you for the effort. Coming on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are, of course, powered by the YMCA of Central New Mexico, where we start our days every single day. YMCA will be joining us tomorrow. We're very excited yeah. about that. Don't forget on the weekends, boys, it's about New Mexico's vodka. That's Teller's Vodka. Also today's I-9 Varsity, I-9 Varsity of cliche team names. And Van is getting strong at Evolve Strong. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I don't know if I should be tapping my foot or not here. Okay, I'm in. Sounds cool. It's like uh, B-level jock jams. Like NBA G-League jock jams. It sounds like in a 90s movie, whenever a bunch of teenagers who are discovering themselves take drugs for the first time, and then the screen gets all blurry, and then there's a montage of everything they do. Mm-hmm. Psychedelic colors, little some swirlies in the background. Correct. Yeah, but, absolutely. And, but then like a perfectly clear Papa Smurf walks across the stream and you're like, okay. <laughs> they run into Aaron Rodgers. Not stupid Daisy Smurf. She was the worst one of all of them. Snitch. What a little Smurf I she was. Her, so, Smurfette, really. I hated her Smurf and guts. She could Smurf right off. Yeah. Do you get any of those, Tyler? Do those references hit? No, nah, those, those ones are a little old. God. Those are really old. We got to do something else with this show. Those Smurf references are old for us. Yeah, like Tyler's cool and all that. These are quality jokes that hit for a certain demographic. That's not Tyler. Yeah, this we're not doing this show for Tyler. What demographic is the <laughs> Smurfs? God, when was it on? Early eighties. I feel like that's when it was on. I feel like they're always kind of relevant, though, right? Like tchotchkes and stuff. Do you know what a tchotchke is? I mean, I don't know why I'm. Looking this up, I don't give a smurf about this. I didn't know that we were allowed to say tchotchkes on air, so I don't think I know what tchotchkes are. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like a uh, like a knickknack, a trinket. Oh yeah, yeah okay, like, right. Yeah. yeah, like a paddywhack, a curio. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Ooh, curio. Hmm. Is anyone falling from grace faster than John Morant? Oh man. Mm. Ever ever. Eighty one to eighty nine. That's uh, when they were on your Smurfin' television. Tyler, how old were you in uh, 1989? I was like nine years out. <laughs> Negative nine. <laughs> yeah. Years, we had not about months. a decade. You know? When we say 1989, you first think of Taylor Swift. That's what, that's what comes to you first? It's a real year, Tyler. It actually existed. I think of Prince, right? Am I there? Okay, that would like, be... I mean, I mean yes, he, he was... Ten years later. Yeah. yeah. 1999. That's 1999. That's the party one. 
Oh, really? That's it, how they're going to party. No one wants to party like it's 1989. That's, 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 that's what what Taylor makes, Swift yeah, does. Taylor did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 1989 was a banger. I mean, everything from there on was... The Red Album's terrible. Yeah, man. A's Giants? Come on. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. It was a big... Yeah, what do you know about earthquakes during World Series? You know what impresses me about you guys is that you not only know about Earthquakes World Series, you know about Smurfs, and you know about Taylor Swift's 1989. Like, You're pretty diverse dudes. Yeah. I got a wheelhouse. Yeah. It's the Battle of the Bay. <laughs> it's one of the best World Series ever. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, and you know why? Jack Buck called it. And that's one of the key factors of this whole thing. When you put the best broadcaster of all time over the best series of all time, you end up with what? Poetry. No, I'm kidding. 89 was garbage. You're talking about the Bash Brothers? <laughs> I, I legit saw two dudes and do the Ricky friggin' Henderson right, dog. He, he could play. I saw two dudes do the Bash Brothers handshake at a bar recently. Really? Yeah. And I was like, still relevant. Who knew? Okay. Do you not you don't even know what that is, Tyler? No oh my idea. god, dude. I just I just I just did that thing where you take your index finger and your thumb and you and you create like a like like uh chopsticks with your index finger and your thumb. Okay. And I put it on the bridge of my nose like, and I rubbed it. That's what I just did. Uh. Wherever you talked like that, Tyler. That that doesn't happen below the age of thirty five, I'd like to point out. That that is That would be a SMH and Tyler's <laughs> that's generation. An SMH, right. You did the PMN. Pinch my nose. Yes. Pinch my <laughs> Okay, we're starting this. Whenever somebody says something stupid, we're just PMN, bro. And people are like the gas company? It's like no. No. <laughs> Figure it out. So John Morant's fallen from grace in it sucks. Yeah, it's hard it to watch. It sucks bad. He was the good guy. He was the one. Just dunking all over everyone. Got some cool new kicks. The best braids in the game. <sighs> Budding superstar. Hey, John Morant's numbers this year? He's like sixth or seventh in MVP voting, oh, who allegedly. Knew? Who knew? His numbers are better than Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose's MVP season. How about that? Are you messing with me? I am not messing with you. That Derrick Rozier, that was when the NBA was trying to trick you into thinking that the youth was there then. It wasn't. Mm, now it is. That was a fix. It is now. Well, hey, John Moran don't want no more youth in the league, though, because if you try to hoop with he and you like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> he will allegedly punch you in the face 12 to 13 times and allegedly pull a firearm on you. <sighs> you're lucky you're not 17 anymore, Tyler. And you don't play basketball with John Morant. Yeah. And you don't anger. Let's be honest. What did that kid do? Were they hooping or were they at the mall? Like, what was up? Excellent question. That's what I'm trying to say here. Because the problem is the kid's mom, who was, like, making the kid, like, file all the reports and stuff, she's apparently, like, a frequenter of the police department. In a not positive way? Outside of Memphis at his house. That's what I'm saying. So my understanding is, like, like, are you familiar with the shoe store finish line? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's no footlocker, but it's still pretty good. So John Moran went crazy there when his mom was trying to use his credit card to, like, buy shoes and stuff. And they were like, you're not John Moran. <laughs> you're, hey, old lady, you're <laughs> definitely not an NBA basketball player. His people allegedly pointed a red laser at the Pacers team bus. Mm-hmm. Ever had to duck and get scared for their lives and call security? Like, do you know, you know those things in high school? You know what I'm talking about? Those little laser pointers? Sure. 
Yeah. Did I ever but, tell you about this hustle I had as a kid that also, I talked to you about this? You mean like the red lasers connected to firearms? So that's what that's what the security guy in Indian in Indiana said. Now also I've been to Indiana. Kind of everyone there carries a gun. Good point. So the it would be a higher percentage. Indiana also, I don't know if you guys know this, not a cool place. It's like the worst place in the country. It's the armpit of the country. Of things that you could just eh. Oh, really? It's like number one. Louisiana without New Orleans has entered the chat. Okay, so Louisiana at least has, like, flavored food. <laughs> got some cool swamps. Oh. I'm into Louisiana-ish. Okay. Uh, Atlanta. Uh, take Atlanta outside of Georgia. Georgia, is that the worst? Georgia's got good golf. So- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Say one positive thing about Indiana. Parks and Rec was a funny show. What is that? Exactly. Are you talking about a TV show set in a fictional town? Correct. A fictional town that they could easily and regularly make fun of. Anywhere else. Said, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Follow my lead on this. Uh-huh. That they on purpose, geographically, imaginarily placed like what could be in the-, the, the pothole that is Indiana of this country. It is a, the, the setting is a perpetual punching bag on the show, yes. Okay. Yeah. I believe this is only enhancing my point. Okay. You don't hear the Sex and the City girls making fun of New York. I wouldn't know, but I imagine they wouldn't. Hold on, you never watched Sex and the City? Of course not. Dog is so good. I can confirm they don't. <laughs> okay, thanks, Tyler. <laughs> the City is a character in itself. There, if you, it's called Sex and the City. You would just have sex otherwise. The city is a key component to that program. Parks and Rec is not called Parks and Fort Wayne. Evansville, the actual meth capital of the world. Everyone claims it's them. It's Evansville. Everybody has their own meth capital. I promise you. We have our own Española. What is that? It's a city north of us that does a lot of meth and heroin. Everywhere does a lot of meth and heroin. Not as much as Evansville. That's the point I'm trying to get to. Okay. If John Morant, who I believe is from, I want to make sure I get this right, South Carolina, is that right? South Carolina! I think that's where he's from. Which, besides their beaches and golf courses, not a lot of great things to say about South Carolina. (sighs) Also, ex-Indiana native, before he was kicked out of the state for being too good for them, friend of the show Joel Loeveno. Oh, okay. (laughs) Says Notre Dame. Indy 500. Miss me. Indiana basketball. Miss me. Final four. He didn't even say Larry Bird. He didn't say the one obvious one. French Lick. The hick from French Lick. There ain't nothing in Indiana. Do you know what? The NFL Combine is in Indiana right now. Do you know why it's there? Because they built. have nothing going on. (laughs) Well, not just that, but it's not called the RCA Dome. Whatever it's called now, the Lucas Oil Dome or whatever it's called where the Colts play. It's built in a way to where there's walkways to the hotel and there's walkways to like a section of the mall with eateries and restaurants and stuff. That way, professional athletes, touring artists, and people that have to perform in Indiana don't have to physically go into Indiana. It's a bubble. That's why they do the draft there. So no one can mess with you. They created a bubble inside of Indiana to exist. That's an excellent point. He's friend of the show joel's really trying to rep indiana hard he had a couple good points and now he's going way downhill mike pence mike pence no, dan, mike pence and dan quayle and then he says rex grossman rick meyer 
Come on, man. I yearn. You're for making Dan, it worse. I yearn for Dan Quayle again in the world of politics. Wouldn't that be fantastic? I yearn. Yeah. If your biggest curmudgeon is that you can't spell, I'm pro you. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. What's the guy that yelled because he was excited at a rally? Howard Dean. Howard Dean. You know how amazing Howard Dean would be right now? Tyler had no He idea. got overexcited and he yelled at a pep rally. And people got and weird on him. blacklisted him yeah. because he got... Because he showed excitement. And, and Sarah Palin right now is on the beaches of South Kakalaka, where nothing except for a button up top tied up like a bikini. And this world is like, no, this is regular. This all makes sense. Give me the goofy guy who gets excited over stuff, or give me the other goofy guy that can't spell potato. Give me all of those guys compared I, to what we have now. I want that so bad. And I don't want John Morant to keep pretending to be Gilbert Arenas. That's really cool that you think John Morant is worse than Indiana. <laughs> it's stupid also get rid of your friend group the moment you get into the world where people care about what you are doing mm. if it's professional athlete tyler right now like obviously his friends and family watch him do comedy but now that he's on the radio get rid of your friends and family like there are eyes on you stop letting your people represent you and making poor decisions a tale as old as time just do the right thing Bad friends. You got too much money and bad friends. Also, that was a bad example. None of my friends or family go to any of my shows. So (laughs) there we go. Why does he want, guys, why does he want to live this life so badly? Why does John Morant yearn to punch children, pull out guns, have his boys point guns? Help your boy understand why John Morant is so thirsty for this weird-ass world. I mean, he could just Ray Lewis the hell out of this situation, though, and just blame one of the homies. He wasn't doing it. He didn't do it. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. And they're going to fall on the sword for him. John Morant will not get in any trouble for any of this. You know what John Morant did? He came up soft. That's what it is. He came up in a little suburb. That's what it is. His dad was friends with, um, oh, what's old boy's name? Help me out here. Oh, what's old boy's name? Ray Allen. Him and Ray Allen were like best friends growing up. They went to the same high school. They were teammates. They were, it's that whole thing. And now John Morant, who's trying to project strength as he perceives it, has an embarrassment of the quote-unquote weak life that he grew up with. And now he's put it on this circumstance around himself to prove himself victorious over what? A fictitious foe? You don't have to have this existence. You want to fit in, so you show out. That don't even make sense. He's doing enough on the basketball court. He's doing enough on the streets of Memphis to get all the attention he needs. He doesn't need to point lasers in his opponent's buses, whether it was from a firearm or a laser pointer. Mm. He doesn't need to beat up children. It is a child. Allegedly. I don't care how good you are at basketball or how big you are for a 17-year-old. You don't beat up 17-year-olds. If someone throws a ball at your head, you don't have to beat them up. That's fair. Yeah, excellent point. Here's what you do. I've never considered that before, Fred. <laughs> Thank you. If someone throws a basketball at my head, and I'm even talking like a like a Hail Mary throw. I'm talking like like yeah. full cocked, like firing as hard as you can kind of thing with a basketball, not a gun. If that happens. Even if it's underinflated, even if Tom Brady inflated it, correct. it doesn't matter. That's a good reference. Thank you. Here's what you do. You go, really, bro? This This is the thing. This is you? Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't want to laugh at you because I tell you you're upset, but this is laughable. Well, you just roast him in front. You just of his roast friends. him. You roast him in front of his friends, and you make it worse. 
There's a balls joke here. Yeah. There's, you roast him in front of his friends. That's way worse than an ass beating. And it's not even close. You roast him. It goes to his soul. You beat him up. It just goes to his face. Also, don't brandish firearms. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Idiot. Especially allegedly with children. Speaking of Indianapolis. Oh. <laughs> Jalen Carter left the state today. We'll talk more about that whenever we get back. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Sports Animal. Don't stop. It's time to well, welcome back it's to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. As always, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake, that goes down at the 66 Diner. The boys are getting strong at Evolve Strong, and the weekends, that's for... Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Potentially the best player in this upcoming NFL draft what? is in hot water, Freddie. I mean, you're kind of underselling it here. Jalen Carter subject an arrest warrant in Athens after being implicated by police for racing in the crash that took the life of former teammates and uh, a coaching staffer. Okay. The timing seems weird, but if you're having an investigation, I see why you don't want someone out of the state. I get that. Jalen Carter was already in Indianapolis. Right. Left the combine, went back to answer police's questions. Now, not arrested. Allegedly. And the way it kind of looks, because if you remember a car accident right after Natty Champ, mm-hmm. loss of life. Yep. At the time, we were like, Oh, this is actually just pretty sad and tragic. Yes. Turns out it might have been a street racing thing. It appears to be a street racing thing, allegedly. So their investigation found, you know, Chandler LaCroix, driver of the 2021 Ford Expedition, and Jalen Carter, driver of the 2021 Jeep Trackhawk, were operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly after leaving the downtown Athens area at 2.30 in the morning. Again. Nothing good happens after midnight. Only right. trouble. Every story we hear like this, always after midnight. Toxicology report indicated that LaCroix's body alcohol concentration was .197 at the time of the crash. That's all. That's a approaching triple the legal limit. That's a lot. We're not talking about little dudes. No. Big boys. Big boys. You know how much alcohol it takes to fill that dude? Me and Tyler drink one beer. Tyler way drunker than I am. Me and Tyler drink two beers. Tyler out of it. Nap time. Nap time for Tyler. Me and Tyler drink three beers. Tyler done. You know what I am? Ready for a fourth beer. Ready for fourth. Yeah. I live that beer life. The power hour is almost over. Duh. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. And look, again, as of now, this is alleged. And I don't know if this was leaked by somebody in the 5 to 10 pick range. No, no, no. It's not leaked. This is all public stuff. I know it's all public oh, okay. stuff. Yeah, it's all public stuff. But why is this just hitting the news cycle uh, today? Well, it just happened today. No, this all that part makes sense. Like, for the Muni government to be like, hey, warrant, hey, like, that all tracks. And I'm telling you, the best case scenario here for old boy is that he saw an awful car crash with his teammates 
and his friends, and his thought was to run away. That's the biggest issue I see. Or the best player from the recent national championship team has all the access in the world, allegedly, and got this thing covered up. First responders thought it was a single vehicle crash. That's a report that they gave the police. Beyond further, allegedly, with further investigation, it looks like it was a racing incident. He allegedly flees the scene. He allegedly covers up his involvement, and everyone else involved plays along. What's the name of the dude? That is collusion, allegedly. What's the name of the dude with the Raiders? Car crash dude? Ruggs? Yes. Henry Ruggs? Mm-hmm. There are so many examples of this all the time. I, oh man, it's got to have something to do with adrenaline. I'm not, I, I'm not mentally smart enough to be able to explain this. The adrenaline junkies that you're talking about, the Venn diagram, a professional athlete and doing stupid, dangerous stuff. It's like a perfect circle. Sure. Like there's so very few people. On the outside, uh, Tyler, a Venn diagram is two circles that overlap at one point. I see. And the uh, the middle point looks like if Hova was holding up his hands at his concert, and that point, that's the overlapping point. That's what it looks like to you? I can't describe what it looks like to me on this program. That's why. But I it's to this. show similarities in between two separate things, right. Tyler. Got you. So this is like a, this is like a science tool. Cor- correct. Okay. Okay. Yes, that is correct. Got you. Proceed. There's a lot of ways to pronounce the word science. I don't know if... You know whenever someone says a word they've only ever read? That was, that was Tyler just now. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I say the C or not. Yeah, it's a, oh, oh, Cecilia. Cienze. Ah, so nice. It's Spanish. Sinise. Got it. Oh, the actor. Finch Pope. Work your whole life. Do this whole thing. End up doing yourself dirty. Why do we have to keep doing this on this program? It's every time, man. Young athlete who listens to us for entertainment. Listen to us. Do not get weird after midnight. It's not going to go well. Call an Uber. How come there's no one saying, you about to fumble 30 mil? Mm. How come there's no one just around you going, you about to fumble 30 mil? Hear me out. Up until the day you were drafted, only go to the combine. Only go to the field. Only go to the weight room. Delete the apps. Leave your strap at home. Don't drive fast cars. Make $30 million. Here's your one goal. Hear me out. Going to take you like, I don't know, six months. Earn $30 million. Do you remember... When one Randall Moss was up in the draft. Ah, Randy Moss, yeah. The month before he got drafted, the media just blasted him for being a giant pile of garbage. Out of Marshall, Tyler. Instead of being the number one pick, which he should have been, he plummeted down the board because Mm -hmm. no one had the confidence of how good of a person he was. Correct. And then he lit the league on fire and had nothing but success for over a decade. Jalen is that good. (laughs) He is that good that he will change the trajectory of your defense he's that talented he's not he's just not no team he's a freak athlete no one no team wants to chance the dollars no team wants to well see that's what i'm saying like if this has been public information for a cool minute now 
that he had some sort of involvement. Mm-hmm. And now after further investigation, he might have been involved, allegedly. This is not Laramie Tunzel. Do you don't think this is like, this is getting more pop in the media cycle because teams want him to draft, drop down and draft him? A lot of these teams own their own media companies. Well, sure. I mean, Jeff Bezos doesn't own the Washington Guardians yet. But to me, because it's because rugs happened. Like because what was Haskins, was that the cat's name? Mm-hmm. Because like these things have happened, they're too of recency. And that and that's why I think it's such a gigantic don't. Like if you're the Chicago Bears, gigantic don't. Like if you're the Houston Texans, gigantic don't. Cause if you're at the very top and you're an organization that can't chance it, you don't chance it. Now, are we talking like middle of the first round, outside the top ten, into the first round? Yeah, go get it. Go crazy. But just put your money and your opportunity in a place that's more secure. Absolutely. And you don't have enough people around him supporting him and telling us. We just had this conversation last segment about Ja Morant. It's the same situation. Enablers around you, getting you in trouble. No one has your best interest in mind. Look, and he's so good. He is so good. If this, if something like this happens to me or you or Tyler, lying to police, invading the scene of a crime, withholding evidence, like, we get in huge trouble. Huge trouble. The NFLPA released, Van, a team, team report cards on all the teams. Did you see this? I did, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. We're going to laugh a little bit whenever we get back. Finally. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right. I got called out on it. I did date a girl in Indianapolis. That's where a lot of this comes from. Ah, Van knew it. That's where your knowledge comes from. Yeah, that's where my exposure came from. That's why I know. That's why I, I know it's so bad. You're not doing this out of spite. No, you're doing because you got data. Right. You got receipts. Because I, I one time said to her, I said, hey, let's go to a nice dinner. Where's the best dinner in town? She goes, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> we got a good Texas roadhouse. Oh, good. Tyler, I got a haircut in Indianapolis, okay? and you, How long have you known me? Like two years, maybe? Yeah, two years. Two something ish. like that, yeah. I've always had... This white guy broadcaster haircut the whole time you know me, right? Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> little, it's a little comb over thing. You got you. Know, yeah. This is. If I was on TV with this haircut, you would be like, "That makes sense." Right. So I go to get a haircut in Indianapolis one time. The guy pulls out the no guard, and I go, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa." Yep, exactly what I did. I go, Do you think I get a haircut once a summer? Every ten days, bro. Like I got to maintain this thing. Mm-hmm. He was ready to bick me down. So I could go work in the field. Oh, you said bick me down. Yes, good, of good, course good. I did. Good, 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 good. I don't need a haircut that short, brother. I just need just clean up the neckline. That's what I'm saying. Indianapolis weird. Yeah, ears and neck, brother. That's all we need. That's all we need. A little trim. A little trim. Just the tip. You know what I got? Some grays. They look good. Don't worry about them. Leave it. Leave them. Just for men? I don't. Just for men? Sorry, so there's, there's a guy we hang out with here in town a lot. And he's in TV, and he just for men's. We're not going to say any names. Okay. Not going to say any names. Yeah. 
But we've been in situations where he's avoided pools. Almost did a spit take right into the microphone. I go, I go what, what's up, bro? You just you just from in this morning? Like it's not set in or what? Don't worry about it. Oh, okay, cool. I, yeah, yeah. So let's say hypothetically he would go to the gym with us in the morning, and he'd say, "Sorry, boys, no cardio today." Uh, that's happened. Can't. That's a hundred percent happened. No sweating. Weights only today. Also, I can't lay down on the bench. <laughs> Also, this one upsets me whenever this person says to me, Fred, stop running your fingers through my hair. That one upsets me. Aw. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. You guys must have been one-on-one for that one. We were one-on-one. Yeah, naturally. Please stop. Yeah. Stop fingering my hair. Quit trying to have me eat a hot dog at both ends of you at the same time. So very weird. So let me get this straight. Stop doing that. Yeah. Do you think? I'm not going to lady in the tramp a hot dog with you again. We lady in the tramping the hot dog. It's not even like a longer ballpark one. It's just like a oh, like a regular the Allsup's you know, corn dog. Yeah, like a Vienna sausage. <laughs> Some, uh, just one beanie weenie. All right, Tyler. Possible. Come, get, come half this with me. Possible bit for you on stage, Tyler. Right. Things that you can that you can lady in the tramp. Lady in the tramping as a verb. That's phenomenal. Yeah, so just create so, that. Thank you. Yeah, there's a bit you can create. Yeah. Gonna get a lot from this show, Tyler. I didn't just Aladdin that out of nowhere. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a very good one. I I didn't uh, just um uh, the fox. Hey, the this hound. Is, no, this is ah, I'm trying. This is taking a while. Don't fox and the hound me over. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I was going. That sucked for me just now. That's okay. I'm normally very quick. All right, so the NFLPA. This is the best shade I've ever seen thrown in the history of shade to your boss. I legit have no idea why we covered all of this sports and sports adjacent content today. There's three hours. We right should have done three hours there on this. Three hours right here. So the NFLPA, Tyler, that is the National Football League Players Association. As you're learning sports, these are some things you're going to know. Okay, right. It's releasing, it has released its first ever team report cards. Based on surveying of rough, was it 1,200, 1,300, 1,300 players, ranking football facilities, staff, overall treatment of players, okay? Yeah. So if you're at the top of this list, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Now, if you're at the bottom of this list, this is the best forget you that an employee can give to their boss so bad if what if you walked up to your boss this is like an exit interview where you have the ability to talk smack about everything wrong with the company but then you show up to work the next day with all of that knowledge like you're walking into your performance review like you get a performance review and you walk into like your boss's office and you're like uh unbutt big dog you sit over there i'll take your seat and then you give a performance review Mm-hmm. of your boss that's what this is yeah you walk into your performance review yeah you play the uno reversi card correct and then you give them the business that so the nflpa is given the business they said about the jacksonville jaguars jaguars a jaguar 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 that's the one they said so our wives have to breastfeed in the bathroom. <laughs> Good Lord. What? What? They nurse their babies on the floor of a public restroom? What? <laughs> Hear me out, Shad, because I know how your belief system is. Yeah. 
Give him a little room. You have 50,000 chairs in your stadium. Let these breastfeeding mothers have one. Create a team room for families. Sure. Have have Jaguar blanket Jaguar. nipple hole day. Did, have, breastfeeding. have a spot to where when it's inclement weather that my wife, my side piece, and my mother can all go to enjoy the game with the Tom Brady broadcast on the television. That's what you have to do. I didn't hear any complaints about that. I think that exists for all 32 teams. It does not for the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> which is crazy to me. I think protecting your side pieces. The Bengals also do not have that. Written into a lot of contracts. The Bengals do not have a family room. Now, here's something that's crazy. The Vikings are called the number one franchise. And you know why that is? They provide houseboats. Not actually in the report, but it is a perk. <laughs> and they open the- Also, by the way, guys, shut up about your houseboats. Quit telling the world about your house party boat. Couple things you keep quiet. Yes. Couple things you keep quiet. Come on. Everybody knows that. Every- <laughs> what happens on the party boat stays on the party you don't boat. Talk about the party boat. Except for what they have to clean up after two days. In Minnesota that does not stay on the boat. You are you what are you, are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. You're talking about cleaning the bottom of the boat? Yes, I am. You're talking about like crustaceans that mm. like affix themselves to it? Yeah, mollusks. So you're talking about mollusks? I'm talking about mollusks. Like are you talking about like in the replacements whenever Keanu Reeves was was on the bottom side of a boat and he was cleaning off b- 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 boat germs? I don't know. <laughs> boat germs. <laughs> I don't live in an ocean. I don't know what they're called. They're boats like the uh inspiration for the bad guys from The Last of Us. Your boat just looks like all the characters from The Last of Us. I mean, you guys know the rule, though, right? Like, they will give you a boat, but you are not allowed to breastfeed on that That's boat. So <laughs> not. No. I just Googled uh, boat sticker honors, and it turns out it's mostly about decals. So I don't know the name of the thing I'm trying to name. Ah, okay. Tyler, what is the name of the thing I'm trying to name that sticks on a boat? It, like, grows on a boat. And Keanu Reeves was getting them off the boat. And then Gene Hackman was like, weren't you the best quarterback at Ohio State? You know what I'm talking about? Mm. Mm. You talking a – I just like saying the word mollusk. It's not you're, mollusk. you're talking barnacles. Barnacles. You're talking That's bar- the word I wanted. Yeah. Barnacles. Barnacles. That's, that's the ticket. Barnacles. So the Vikings, which never won anything because of them, they're like a loser franchise with a loser quarterback and really no direction. I just read that they're going to open the season up with a banner celebrating their number one grade from the NFLPA. So that's good. You got to win something. Win. The only banner hanging in the Detroit Lions stadium is we knocked the Packers out of the playoffs last year. That's their only banner. The Saints got an F in nutrition. Like, what are you serving? Like, square pizza from the cafeteria? Like, what is it like? <laughs> Arizona Cardinals, when they order food, it's okay. deducted from their paycheck. Shut up. It's deducted from their paycheck. No, you're lying. They have a multi-billion dollar organization, and they're charging them for boxed green chili cheese Enchiladas. I didn't click on that. Oh, Arizona got F's for on like everything. 
Everything except for training staff. Arizona Cardinals got Fs. So, obviously, you know, let's do this because I'm going to stretch this one out. When we get back from the break, I'm going to tell you who's in DA last. It's exactly who you think it would be. Sure. And I'm just going to use it to add fuel to the fire that I constantly have over my hatred of this organization. Let's go. Tune on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D! Sports Animal. The Washington Guardians are the worst franchise in the NFL. Again. In every metric possible. <sighs> Team treatment, or excuse me, treatment of, of families, F. Food service nutrition, D+. Plus. Weight room, C+. Plus. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. Strength coaches, A+. Plus. All right. None of these teams threw shade at their trainers or their coaches. Not a single one. Not a single one. Training room, F minus. Training staff, D. Locker room, F minus. Team travel, F minus. Van, the, the Washington Guardians are one of six teams in the NFL that make a segment of their players have roommates before games and one of seven teams in the NFL that do not offer their players first-class seats. We fly in coach, and then you bunking up. We're about to go to WrestleMania. We might fly coach because that's actually pretty affordable. We ain't bunking up. No, never. Figure no. it out. No, never. How can you put these giant freaks of nature in a coach seat? They do not fit. I I know from experience. <laughs> you, Fred, you barely fit. I barely fit. And I don't really. Could you imagine putting Aaron Donald in coach. What is he what is he going to do? Snap snap one of these arms off and take two seats immediately? They were like treatment of families, F minus. They were like what happened? He was like Dan Snyder tried to kiss my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure during a game, uh Dan Snyder went into the locker room and he stole my wallet. That's what people said about Dan Snyder. The friggin' Bengals want their team to live off of Skyline Chili. I don't hate that, actually. I think the, uh, the Saints said they had Raisin Canes in there. <laughs> Dude. Hey, uh, I, thought the, I thought the travel was fine, but then um, I think I saw Dan Snyder fly in the plane, and I'm not trying to overreact. That's, that's the problem with the Washington Guardians. And the Dolphins are like, we have a brand new facility. What's the, why, the, why don't we get number one? The Bengals have mandatory workouts and practices during the week, but the cafeteria isn't open. They have to, they have to pack their own lunches. NFL players have to pack their own they lunches. They stop at Subway. Or practice. Can you imagine working the Subway over by the training facility? And just <laughs> NFLers walking in all day, and they're like doing Russell Wilson impersonations uh, of eating sandwiches. Ooh. It's a little spicy. Steve, we're out of meat. Call the downtown location. The <laughs> Bengals ate all of our meat. Make sure they got that cooler. That's good for moving the meat. You ever oh. been back to the house at a restaurant? Oh, it's, it is so This is the weirdest thing of all time. I, that's one of my favorite jobs of all time. Tyler, you ever worked back at the house at a restaurant? Oh, yeah, for years. <laughs> See? See? See what it produces? 
Tyler didn't even smoke until he started working there. He's like, you mean I get an extra break? Let's go. Forget my lungs. You don't even get three squares, you said, with the Cardinals. If you're part of the Arizona Cardinals, you don't get three squares. Well, you have the option to get three squares, but they will charge you for it. <sighs> it gets taken out of your paycheck. NFLPA was like, uh, so Washington Guardians players, how do you feel? And they're like, well, we like the uh, strength coach. Otherwise, forget this place. Yeah. Ron Rivera's nice. <laughs> the Texans were like, we used to like our coach. Like, that's not the same. And also, what is Dan Snyder's not going to put no money into that thing? Back on the Arizona Cardinals, oh, who were graded the absolute worst. No, 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 the Guardians were. Washington Guardians were. Oh, seconds. really? Yeah, not seconds. the Cardinals yeah. were. I think they're tied for worst. Well, there was actually, according to the, the official rankings or whatever here, dead last Washington Guardians, then the Tennessee Titans, then the Buccaneers, then the Seahawks. Then, so Arizona just kind of really sucked on the food thing. Arizona's weight room has uneven floors and floorboards that are peeling up. Oh, you're correct. 31st. I apologize. So they were second to last. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, some- even, not even the friggin' champs can avoid all this shade. Can you imagine getting your check and showing deductions? It's like 75 cents. Powerade. <laughs> like, oh. But you know it. you got to pay stadium prices, though. You're, no. You're talking Walmart prices. They're charging you $12 for a soda. Shut up. It's just cost. It has to be just cost. There's no way. I used to run a boys and girls club, right? We had a vending machine in it. I charged a quarter for sodas. Because that's what a soda cost. That's what, like, I'm not trying to, I got to cover the cost of soda. Little kids want a soda. Little Orange Crush. Orange Crush always went out first. Washington Commanders facilities are so bad. How bad are they? 60% of the players do not want to do their rehab at Washington, with Washington's training staff because of a lack of staffing. Poor drainage in the showers. 60% have their own trainers and work at their own separate facilities. And NFL teams' facilities are so bad, six out of ten of your players won't even exercise there. They just got them at the Planet Fitness? Yes. And you got the we the the black card at Planet Fitness so you could bring all your players. Like, <laughs> they get just one membership. Just one membership for like $18 and then 53 dudes walk in. <laughs> Didn't last year um, Trent Williams, he did like an athletic article where I think it was with the Washington Guardians yeah. where he had like a, like a, like a bump, like a, like a bump on his head. And he was like, hey, y'all, I think this is cancer. And they're like, now nah, you good. And it was cancer. Nah. <laughs> now, now let's trade him. <laughs> Send him to the Chiefs. We don't want him. They're like, no, it's just a cyst. Nothing to worry about. Smack it with a book. It'll go away. How about, how about you just check me for cancer? Carolina Panthers can't keep people from slipping on their shower floors and getting injured. Throughout the past decade, multiple players have been injured on the Carolina Panthers shower floor. Ugh. They won't even buy you shower shoes. I can get you. A thousand shower shoes for twelve dollars on DH Gate. 
It's going to take six weeks for them to come in. They're not in NFL <laughs> player sizes, though. Yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're all overseas the sizes. Size. Uh, I'll take a Asian quintuple X. Still too small. 27 teams had an A- minus or better for their strength staff. You're right. There's yeah. a fellowship there. They're not throwing any shade at no. the players. No. You know how those relationships are, too. Those are the dudes they spend the most time with. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mess with. One of these owners is going to sue someone. The The Chargers? It would be Jerry Jones. Hot tub was not hot, and the cold tub was not cold. Maybe they're in the wrong ones. (laughs) It was a classic, like, it was like a classic mix-up. Where they put the wrong sign on the wrong door. Exactly. And people just never, like a Three Stooges thing. This isn't sugar-free tea. Yes. This is the sweet tea. (laughs) Just check the other pot, Van. It should be in there. Today's I-9 Varsity, where we get back, is the I-9 Varsity of cliche team names. Okay? Good one. Tyler, you're in on this one. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Annual. League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Connect with i9 Sports. Get your, te- get your kiddos registered. Soccer, basketball, volleyball, cheerleading. Registration available online right now. I think we're past early registration. But still, I mean, get in there. Do your thing. Please. A lot of cool spots going on. They, we talk about i9 pretty regularly because obviously they've been, they're day oneers. They're day oneers with your boys. Since they've been down since day one, day one ish. But it's a cool thing because on Sat, so they do it on Saturday mornings. Tyler, you don't know about this because you don't have any kids that you know of. But they do it on Saturday mornings, and it's you show up, you practice, and then immediately after the practice, you play the game. You're done. That's your whole week of activities. You so weak. You don't drive around town. You don't do all that crazy stuff. That's the thing. All right. You want me to go first, or I believe Tyler could go first. Tyler, on your list, today's i Varsity, the i Varsity of cliche team names. And if you're new to the program, like you just got work, the i Varsity is the, this is like the varsity level, not the JV level of cliche, of cliche team names. Correct. Tyler, what do you got? One with the gladiators. That's yeah, a pretty common one. Very <clears throat> common. About the gladiators. I mean, we know where the best one is. That's right, right here. here in town. That's right. Duke City, baby. Yeah, everyone knows that. I'm, I feel like I'm already on a Tyler's team here. That plays at friend of the show, Real Rancho Event Center. Favorite event center. The best. The best. I'm going to go with Strikes Are Us. Okay. Explain. You ever, you ever go down to local tin pen? And then there's a there's always a Strikes Are Us on league night. I'm going to go with a, Strikes Are Us. Sure doesn't say Strikes, Russ. Strikes are us. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. Okay, glad you checked on that. Okay. All right, you know what's cliche? What's that? When you call whatever team of you and whoever else, whatever you're doing, the A team. Okay, that yeah. That is so cliche. It's very cliche. Figure out a real team name for yourselves and your friends or whatever group or team you're on because mm-hmm. there is only one A team. That is Faceman, Howlin' Mad Murdoch, okay. B.A. Baracus, and John Hannibal Smith. The actual A team. The actual A team. Okay, Hannibal. Put some respect on their names. I think that's a good one. That's enough. It's a good cliche team. Thank you. Tyler? I mean, we're talking about the Bulldogs, right? 
Bulldogs are how we segued into yeah, this whole thing. Yeah, how cliche the Bulldogs team name is. That's correct. Yeah, we need to bring that onto the list. Okay, Bulldogs on the list. Bulldogs. That's yep. pretty, yeah, it's a pretty good one. I don't hate that. What about uh, Penny Lane? You haven't done a lot of bowling content on the program. <laughs> Bring the heat right now. <laughs> the program, of course, being two men on on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Right. Yeah, that one. With uh, Penny Lane. There's always a it's always a Penny Lane. It's pretty cliche. I, that's, I'm leaning towards that one. That's actually a good one. The, uh, that's what I'm going with. Next on my I-9 varsity of cliched team names. Uh-huh. I'm going with Team Edward and Team Jacob. Okay, yeah, that's pretty cliche. Listen, you little sad dorks. Mm-hmm. This is not part of your personality. No. Okay, this is a fictional book and a fictional movie. These are not real people. You are not on one of these teams. It is a vampire and a werewolf. And the only reason I know that is because of your stupid Team Edward and Team Jacob arguments, which I still hear every once in a while. I, I not even a, it's not even relevant anymore. Grow up, dork. Does this also for you incorporate like Team Brad and Team Angelina? Is this the same thing? You mean Brangelina? Brangelina. Okay. Yeah. Is it the same? No. Okay. Tyler. Um, okay, so, I mean, Brad and Angelina, that's a relevant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But also, I feel like I feel like if we're talking about cliche teams, yes. then I'm going to take this one straight, straight to um, the Girl Scouts. <laughs> the most cliche team of all time. Here we go. Uh, okay. All right. The Girl Scouts. <laughs> the... Just as, about, as a general unit, friend of the show, the Girl Scouts. Yeah, the I don't know if I understand the who that what team were they playing against? <laughs> well, the they Boy Scouts. They obviously, obvious. Hey, they obviously won that battle because there's no more Boy Scouts. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Girl yeah. Scouts prevailed on that one. I think it's a cliche unit to join. You know, <laughs> yes. Start yeah. your own cult. That's what I'm saying. If you you sell your own cookies, <laughs> yeah. The Glory Bowls. Put that on the list of uh, mm-hmm. cliche team names. <laughs> the Glory Bowls. The origin of that team name, incidentally, happens a lot in bowling alleys. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Put that one on there. That's a good one. These yeah. are getting progressively better. Yeah, there's. Uh, there's I don't a- know why this is a cliche. These are fantastic. The, right? They're at every league night. They're at every league night. Next on my I nine varsity of cliche team uh-huh. names, I'm going to go with team building. Yeah, that's the worst one. That's the worst yeah. one. That is so cliche. Look, buying me pizza on a Friday Instead of me and to a- telling me to wear a Hawaiian shirt is not team building. Everyone knows it's a darkness retreat. Cut it out, Steve. We're not building any teams here. In fact, Steve, you sit on the other side of the desk. We're about to have our own evaluation. You're making it worse. Reversey. <laughs> Tyler? <clears throat> Eagles, Team Eagles. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> the Eagles. Okay. Yeah. A lot okay. of Eagles. That was the name of my uh, my flag football intramural team at Washington State when I won that chip. Got good memories from there. I have very good memories from there. You know what good memories I have of the Eagles? What's that? The Minnesota State Screaming Eagles. Nice. On the hit TV show, Coach. Coach. With Dauber. You watch that? You watch Coach, Tyler? Uh-uh. Uh, it's the tracks. Probably not even good enough to be on Nick at night right now. The Barack O'Bowlers. Put that on the list. It's a, uh, it's a varsity there. The uh, Barack 
oh bowlers. Bam. It's uh I got you, man. I got you. Snakes on a lane. Snakes on a lane? Holy moly. These are getting better. You just finish off this list. Keep going. Hey, hey. Keep going. Spare me. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Brit- Britney Spears. Okay. <laughs> Culturally relevant. How we roll. <laughs> just like just how we roll? Like that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ned Flanders. Just kidding. Holy rollers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, lucky strikes. I can't, boys. There's nothing better than going down a league night, watching a good bowling game. The gutter gang. <laughs> I don't get the gutter gang. Because goes in the gutter. <sighs> so there you go, man. It's a good one. These are all cliches. Those are really good. Yeah, thank you. Really good. It's obviously a bunch of them that people don't get unless they've seen The Big Lebowski, and I don't think that's a very relevant movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People get these splits and giggles. Those are very cliche. You had, you had a couple highs in there. Some really strong work. I got a lot of spare time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Gutter done. That was... That one was definitely a strike. Tyler says, bunch of high rollers. I'm going to just stay in my lane. That's... Boom. Super good. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, today's on adversity. You got a bunch of big girls. It could be Lane Bryant. <laughs> or maybe just like the Incredible Hulk. Ah. Uh, That's a pretty good one. Okay. Spare Wars. These aren't the ones. They're getting progressively worse. You know that, right? What if, <laughs> what if it's like a, I don't know, what if it's like an accounting firm that is like a, like a Thursday night league team and they're like, we're the pin pushers? <laughs> it's relevant. Yeah. What if what if it's a bakery? Okay, they have a bowling team. Okay, on Thursday nights mm-hmm. at Silva, and it's rolling in the dough. Okay, I'm laughing at you laughing. <laughs> You've never been more entertained in the history of two men on than you are right now. All right, hear me out. Hear me okay. out. Okay, it's November. Okay, get ready for Thanksgiving. You get your. Get your hunting license. It's a bunch of bunch of guys that hunt together on the weekend. All right, the turkey hunters. This is three strikes in a row. A turkey. It's yeah. Are oh, they going to do three strikes? Because these uh, these are kind of played out here. Mm. Bunch of bunch of good bunch of good ones. Strong work. Well done. All right. What if it's a bunch of bro? Never mind. <laughs> We're going to let this one go. <laughs> I got you. Lamar Jackson in the news. Again. Touch on that one. Where we get back? Huh. Coming on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Man, you know me pretty well. Sure. I'm not broke. Like, I'm not destitute. No, I got. A, I have a regular amount of money. I'm not Tyler Lovely, right? People with a lot of money think you're broke. People with a lot of money definitely think I'm broke. People who are with Tyler money think you're rich. Yeah, Tyler thinks I'm rich. Sure. So to save five bucks, you can kill this thing, Tyler. This lady's screaming at me. <laughs> so to save five bucks, what I did was on my iPhone 13, 
instead of buying the iPhone 13 case, I bought the iPhone 14 case because it's so very similar. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I'll eventually upgrade one day. And it was $5 cheaper. Why is the new one cheaper than the old one, Fred? I, well, I don't have the answer to that. I don't know. But it was cheaper. But it doesn't fit the exact amount of filling with all the weird pocket dust that I have. So regularly, this thing is filthy. Okay. And if I would have just saved the $5, I mean, if I would have expensed the $5, right. I would have the exact thing that I want and need versus me who has to regularly, now I have to carry a $5 valued handkerchief with me to wipe this thing down all the time. You're break even. Because it's got detritus on it. Actually, you're at a loss because it's more work It's for more you. work. Yeah, all those minutes add up. Well, I don't get charged for minutes anymore. This is an unlimited plan. Well, the minutes you have to clean the thing oh. over and over again. Tyler, they used to charge minutes on cell phones. I don't know if you know that. The uh, You could buy 1,000 minutes for like 40 bucks, but then after 9 p.m., they were free. Dude, I am so broke that I am still on minutes. <laughs> like, that's how broke Tyler Lovely is. Are you messing with us? No, I'm messing with you. That's but- <laughs> <laughs> super broke. Do you remember that? Hey, Hey, call me right back. Call me back at 9. Yeah. Your friends will call at 8.30. Be like, can I wait 30 minutes? Each text costs three cents. Dog, I remember when they were a dime. Like, hey, you put everything you need to say to me in one text. In, yes. This is going to break me. You use all no 120 characters. Pretend this is a voicemail. You give me all the information. Mm-hmm. And there was a transition period of time, Tyler, from beepers to cell phones. And people would still... Such they, a great time in the world. It was, oh, man. It's into the beeper codes. Do you remember that? Yeah. 911, 420. Like, you got your own special code. Yeah. Oh, man. We have lived in the like, best... What, what was it? 58,008. You're like, what is this code? I'm going to turn it upside down. Ha! Boobs. Nice. Good job. Five eight zero zero eight. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> it turn it upside down. So, anyways, you should have spent the five bucks. You should have spent the five dollars. Then the easy way out. Hell, I think you have an iPhone. Don't we have blue bubbles? We do. Yeah. Okay. But his has minutes. Minutes. His has minutes. Can I text you, or does that cost? <laughs> that's why. I, hey, that's why it only ever says delivered to Tyler. He's like, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to incur that cost. No, I mean, you guys can text me. You just got to wait till I get to Wi-Fi for me to get it. That's- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tyler knows all the hot spots around town. <laughs> Tyler's at the library in between noon and one every day answering all of his correspondence. Tyler, Tyler shares. at McDonald's, actually. <laughs> oh, that's pretty smart. <laughs> pretty smart. Uh, Tyler shares his location with, like, his mom, and she's like, why do you keep disappearing? <laughs> <laughs> you only show up at McDonald's. You have a nice mom, Tyler? I do. If she would unblock me, we might be able to share <laughs> oh, locations. <laughs> Great lady. Uh, so sweet. We're getting to that age professionally, too, where, like, Tyler's mom is our age. That's crazy. Teen pregnancy, huh? That's crazy. Were y'all born in the 60s? No. You don't look like 60s people. Close. Close. Yeah. Should see me in my porn jacket. I look a little more 60s. That terrible jacket you wear? Yeah, my terrible. With the neck blown out? I hope my terrible, terrible. ox blood jacket. By the way, I took it to my tailor and got it fixed, so it's going to survive a little longer. Poor my, jacket. It's, I'm either, I look like either 
a 70s porn director, or a Taos lawyer. There is no middle ground. You look like if you were trying to, on a day that's not Halloween, dress as Tom Selleck, but you're definitely on a budget. I was thinking more like Jim Morrison. No. Yeah. He had, but like Val Kilmer now. Val Kilmer, Jim Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking was, of tech. I mean, I'm sorry, Val. It, the whole, so often, here's a little inside baseball for the friend of the show and Tyler as Tyler's learning the industry. What I was doing was I was setting up a premise to transition, which is because John Harbaugh says he's texting Lamar Jackson every day, telling him he's his quarterback and he's his guy. <laughs> Dude, coach and GM are so desperate right now. Jim Harbaugh says, I got plans for you, Lamar. <laughs> he's like, where were those plans last year? They're just bumping Taylor Swift 24 hours a day, just thinking about Lamar Jackson coming back to him. Hey, do you miss me, coach? Please miss me with that franchise tag. <laughs> Give me some money. I just want you to pay me money. Don't you pay me compliments? He will not play on it. He'll get traded to a team and get guaranteed money. That's the only option for him. He with the way, and I'm not going to be the guy that says he was load managing that injury, but I think he was. Sure. He's going to go to guaranteed dollars because he's seen guaranteed dollars given to dudes who ain't him. And he knows he deserves those dollars more than those dudes. That's what it's going to come down to. Yeah, he deserves the most guaranteed dollars if you don't count Deshaun Watson. That contract's an outlier. He should not have been paid that much, and he should have not been paid that much guaranteed money. Besides him, besides that one single solitary contract, Lamar Jackson should reset the quarterback market. W-Y-D. <laughs> what up, coach? I'm just, just rehabbing. You, the letter, question mark. What do you? Mm. Tag me. Trade me. You ever, like, left a job, and then, like, your old boss texts you and is like, hey, something about the job? Loser? <laughs> like... You're the boss. You should know the code to the door. <laughs> You're the boss. You should know where I kept the spare key to whatever. John Harbaugh is sending him multiple unread texts every oh, day. Oh, yeah. And then Lamar just texts him back at like 11 at night. Like, just come over. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, come get me. And you're like, what's this? What's this mind game you're playing here? And they text just one word, Uber. That. <laughs> Sorry, I got a curfew tonight. Uncle Uber. Just call Uncle Uber. Uber. He's your uncle for goes, a reason. Goes both ways. Yeah. Like Uncle Lovely back there. You going to get a radio name or you just going to stick with Tyler Lovely? I think I'm going with Tyler Lovely. My old name was Intern Ty. I don't like that one. I like. We, we have another Intern Ty. Yeah, we already have an Intern Ty here. Do we really? He's How would not, we a, make he's not an intern He's anymore. not an intern because yeah. legally you can't do that anymore. Yeah. He's a real boy. Well, but here's the thing, too, now, because now Tyler's at a real station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Tyler Lovely's like a good radio name. Oh, the thing. Oh, it's like he, like he made it up. Yeah. yeah. What's your middle name? Don't say it out loud. Just give me an initial. A. T.A. Lovely is very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do like that. T.A. Lovely. Mm. I think Tyler Lovely's got, Tyler a, Lovely's very good. got a better ring to it. It's good branding for you, too. 
I think his real name was Tucker Fairchild. He's like, I can't do this on air. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was actually Tucker Fairchild Steen. And he was mm-hmm. like, the industry won't accept me. Ellis Island, drop these last five letters. <laughs> Help your boy out. He was actually cockfighting Frank Nunley. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler gets up on stage. When's the next time you're performing? Uh, Thursday. Friday. Friday. Where at? Uh, Friday at Dry Heat. I'm at Dry Heat every weekend, seven oh, okay. shows a weekend. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, yeah, I mean, get out of your comfort zone sometime, but that sounds great. That <laughs> sounds super cool. So you're at Dry Heat on Friday. Yeah. And that's off Central. Yeah, Central and 6th, right okay. behind the Sushi Hana. And, all right, and if I, I think I know this place. So Monday through Thursday, you don't know it's there because the lights aren't on. But Precisely. then on the weekend, there's somebody out front playing their guitar trying to collect money from people going in. Yeah, that's, and that'll be me. Okay, so. <laughs> so I'll be there Friday, Saturday. <laughs> so Tyler's going to get up on stage this weekend, and he's going to go. So I just started working with these two old white guys. Yeah. And he's going to run the, all these bits about the cockfighting stories, the underground poker rings. And by the way, I'm only going to list van things right now. For sure. He's like, no front thing. By the way, guys, what's a Smurf and Smurf? Yeah. Guys, you won't believe this. I don't know what the Smurf these guys are talking about. But then you're going to like like pan up to my new haircut, my new broadcaster oh, haircut God, as, as I'm talking all the, all the radio. That's sweet. Yeah. You can afford one now. Now, mm-hmm. guys, I've interacted with my new, I don't know, I'm definitely not your boss. What am I? Co- I don't know what I am. Hey, so my new coworker. He just gives me candy all the time. <laughs> he just gives me treats when I do a good job. For years, I was told to, that was that was danger. Wait till Fred starts giving you some scratchums when that's, you do a good. Oh, that's <laughs> the one. Get my Burke nails out. You know, I, I work in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico, all the time. Sure. So I'll go up there. I'll go out after a game or whatever. And I'll meet like some some Northerners. Van, what is the word for Northerners? Norteños. Norteños. Mm-hmm. Some, some little mountain town townie, mountain townies. Mm-hmm. And they all have those nails. Yeah. And that's my go-to sentence, which is, please scratch me. None of them say no. They're obviously Team Edward. God, I hope I got that one right. I don't know. I don't think it's correct. <laughs> They're one of them. Which one's the werewolf? <laughs> the gal is the werewolf. What? Kristen Stewart's the werewolf. I thought she was just a human. I, oh, I don't know. Tyler? So disappointed in you guys. Right I now. thought the, the vampire and the werewolf are trying to seduce the human. Isn't that the story? I think I think it's along those lines. I know that uh, <laughs> Team Edward is the vampire, though. Kate Beckinsale Damn it. is the hero. Isn't that Underworld? Ah, damn it. You're mixing your vampire genres. No, Wesley Snipes is not in that movie. Little NBA talk. The worst thing that could have happened to the Lakers happened to the Lakers. And a Wesley Snipes story when we get back. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The live chat and the live text have been going crazy, and I've been just kind of really enjoying myself today, so I apologize for not being a part of that. There are some funny friends of the show. Yes. If you're not part of the live stream at TalkABQ on Facebook or YouTube, I think we can go to Twitter now, too. I don't know if you guys saw that. We need to figure that out. We haven't set that up yet. But there's like a whole show behind this show that's very funny. It's like the Muppet show. Whenever it's it's a show, show about, about a show. show. Yeah. 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 Do you get that one, Tyler? Absolutely, make, I do. Yeah. I make a yeah. list of you, dude. <laughs> Good job using the Muppets. And not the Larry Sanders show, because that is a show about a show. The ult- and that's the best show about a show. No. 
The ultimate show about a show is Monday Night Raw. Oh, God. Monday Night Raw, unequivocally, is the best show about a show of any show. Tyler, please tell me you're not in the wrestling and we can... <clears throat> I'm actually team so friend. on Team Van on this one. It's crazy, but that's I'm a stand-up comedian. We're talking Larry Sanders show. I'm all the way there. Boom. My guy. Mm-hmm. But Monday Night Raw, that's... It's, it's raw. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Usually associate Raw with Eddie Murphy, not the WWE. They're just trying to put on a wrestling show, but these guys keep fighting backstage and in the parking lot, and they can't control it, and you got to bring in a commissioner, and all they want to do is feature a couple matches every single night. But they can't do it because there's so much turmoil surrounding it, and I have to see contract signings, and I have to see pies and faces, and I have to see <laughs> a world of a wor- the production around the show. The best show about a show. The only thing good about that is when they make fun of whatever town they're in. That's the only. I love that so That's the only good part. much. All this other stuff is just ugh. The worst window dressing. Whenever they for like, a waste of time. Whenever and it's always the dark match, not the one on TV. But they send out like the one pro wrestler who can do like rap lyrics. The dark match. He, yes. Versus Aaron Rodgers. Bane versus Aaron Rodgers. The dark match is undefeated against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Anthony Davis, he out. D'Angelo Russell, he out. Sad. This is sad. That's against the Thunder, T-H-U-N-D-E-R. Thunder. And the Thunder. What is that? It's a song. Lightning. And the Thunder. What are you, what are you talking about? I'm going to Google it. I don't know what it is. Just are we naming things in the sky? Clouds. Like, what is? <laughs> what are you doing? It's a song. It's a huge song. I'm surprised. Pop music. It's even Imagine Dragons. There's one rock band left in the world, and you expect me to know what songs they produce? Queens of the Stone Age. Who is that? Okay. <laughs> You've made so many chess references today, and I don't get it. Okay. Rook. It's short for rookie, Fred. This is a sport show. Chess isn't a sport. It's a game of skill. We don't talk about chess on here until Bobby Fischer moves back from Cuba or wherever he's hiding. Iceland. He's in Iceland. In Iceland? You know who Bobby Fischer is, Tyler? I do. Okay. You're doing a lot and better. Now I know where he is, so I just skipped a whole lot of steps, to be honest. <laughs> nice. You don't have to watch the documentary. <laughs> yeah, I already know. I kind of want to watch the Lakers game tonight because if they win... Without any of their players? I'll be laughing super. And I think, like, Scotty Pippa Jr. is gone, too. Like, he's down with um, South Bay or whatever. Is that the name of their G League, South Bay? Oh, they, you got shipped down to the minors? Well, he, he, he'd he been. You could do that? Well, he's been two-way, kind of the whole thing. Him and um, Swindle, Cole Swindle. I know players. What's up? Scotty Pippen Jr. is on the team with a guy who hooked up with his mom and has to be seen Chicago with Marcus Jordan, who is currently hooking up with his mom. What does Scottie Pippen do to this family to turn it into, like, basketball days of our lives? This is ridiculous what's going on right now. It's ridiculous that Anthony Davis can't play back-to-back games. When has he ever? Mm, New Orleans days? Hot take. Not even then. And as a big fan of load management, (laughs) should have set out yesterday. This Thunder game is, like, hard. I'm not trying to be that guy. 
because I want to keep up with the Lakers because I want the Lakers to do well because I think the NBA is better when the Lakers do well. Obviously, we could have a gigantic conversation at any moment about Jason Tatum and how much better he is than every player on earth. There's no reason. But the NBA has got to figure out a way to put the Lakers in the postseason. And also, if your injury is separation anxiety from LeBron, that's a tough injury. How do you overcome that? It takes about two weeks. <laughs> Fear of being the number one option in the offense day to day. Anthony Davis. <laughs> He's played over 70 games twice in his career. He's the poster child for load management injuries. I want him to do well, but you can just like you can wrap an ankle up. He's got character and integrity. And I'm not talking about anything from his real life. I'm talking about he's gone this whole time with all those millions of dollars and never shaved his eyebrows. Never got them trimmed one time ever. That is integrity. He's like, no, I'm the brow. I'm leaning into it. He's a dude. It's crazy to me that he was never in an off-Broadway production of Burton Ernie. <laughs> Which one would he be? Flip a coin. He's an Ernie guy. No, he is not. He's, He's more of an Ernie. Brow. Well, they both have those brows. No, no. Google that real quick. Bert and Ernie both have those ridiculous eyebrows. Bert has the eyebrow. Really? Ernie is on like regular Muppet. Play. Also, a lot of Jim Henson talk on the program today. Ernie actually has no eyebrows. That's what I'm saying. That one's Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> Zach and Kyle? Like, Bert? Okay. Well, that makes total sense now. Yeah, I got them backwards. Yeah, I, I was fully aware. Yeah. Do you need to apologize Bert? to the friend of the show? Or are you just going to let this one slide? Bert looks more like Yuri Guriel than Anthony Davis, eyebrow notwithstanding. It's about the brow. Okay. I believe he copyrighted it. it, it. Yes, he did. I, I believe he, and I don't know how you own that or what that means if you own it, but he does. There can never be another Anthony Davis with one eyebrow named The Brow. I think mm. that's all the copyright does for you. I think it had something to do with, like, if this was when he was with the Pelicans, if they tried to make, like, a promotional item, like, uh, you know, like uh, whenever you go to, like, a photo booth and they have where you can hold the mustache up on a stick in front of your face. Mm -hmm. But obviously with Anthony Davis. It's a seagull. It's a, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's not an eyebrow. <laughs> it's, it's a seagull. We're doing seagull forehead tonight in New Orleans. This is not the brow. Correct. That's copyrighted. Yeah. It, it looks like a, it looks like the way a child would draw a bird on a yeah. painting, a consummate V. It has nothing to do with Anthony Davis. This is Eugene Levy night that's, here in New Orleans. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a very good one. But also they don't remember his name. So they're like, it's the dad from American Pie Night. It's the, it's the guy from Schitt's Creek Night. It's what is that? <laughs> uh, it's a really good uh, Canadian television program. Don't miss me with that. It's like uh, reverse Beverly Hillbillies. It's very funny and charming. I'm a fish out of water guy. Yeah, that's, that's what exactly it is. What it is? It's uh, it's reverse Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies slap so hard. The rich people become poor instead of the poor people become rich. When the Beverly Hillbillies move to Beverly Hills, mm -hmm. not just a clever name, Tyler. The neighbors can't believe they're there. That's the premise of the show. Correct. It's brilliant. Mm -hmm. 
Strike that, reverse it. That's Shit's Creek. That's not as funny at all. If the rich family moves <laughs> to the poor the way, town, it's, it's Shit's with a C H. Yeah, there's no confusion here. Yeah, good. If they move to the poor town, if, then people are just celebrating their fall from grace. Basically, yeah, that's the first season. And they're lambasting them with yeah, their the failures. Worst. Yeah, they're the worst people on earth. The kids are the worst people on earth. The parents can't believe they're there. The townspeople hate them. That's season one. But, but then, the story but, arc is them coming of be, conscience. Exactly. Yeah, no, miss, no. It, they got a beautiful redemption. Story. Zero interest in that. Yeah. The Beverly Hillbillies oh. change those around them to be better people. And you know what, you know what else is in Schitt's Creek? There's wrestling every episode. Pro wrestling? Yeah, pro, like pro wrestling. I'm back in. There's pro wrestlers in every episode. <laughs> so I know when you're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when we tell a kid, like, oh, we have that at home. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> I would That's, know that. It's Wonder Bread. You're so very funny. Wrapping up the program, and then we get back with, if this is the same Wesley Snipes story you've told every single time on the show, I'm not going to be okay with it. Have I told this on the show before? You've told this Wesley Snipes story on the show so many times. I don't believe that to be true. <sighs> How often do we talk about Wesley Snipes? Every time that we do. Okay. To a very high percentage, you tell this exact same Wesley Snipes story. I think you're confusing the program and us at bars. Because I do tell this story every time Wesley Snipes comes up at a bar. Also. Or a vampire. Tyler. Help- or Whole Foods. That's a weird trio, isn't it? So now I think I get it. Because I thought you were forcing Wesley's Knives, but we did talk about vampires briefly. Yeah. And you're referencing Blade because yeah. I referenced Underworld. Correct. And Blade 3 starred Triple H, arguably the best pro wrestler of all time. Coming together like butt cheeks, baby. There really is a lot of avenues that one can be taking to discuss Wesley Snipes. You know, there's a lot of roads yeah. there. There's Blade. Blade. Tax Major evasion. Major League. Tax evasion. Tax evasion. Yeah. Always betting on black. <laughs> It's a good one. I got there. Sweet. A five-minute story of Van at Whole Foods whenever we get back. It's two men on, <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. <clears throat> From the Sports Animal text line. Hey, guys, all the craziness in Washington will change when they get a new owner. Wait and see. I, I think I subscribe to that. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. As horrible of a job as he did, yeah, it has to. Literally anyone can do better. Can only get better. If you can afford to buy a football team, you can be better than Dan Snyder because you would be anyone. That's the most poignant thing you've ever said on the program. Thank you. The program being two men on ninety five point nine FM AM six ten. The sports animal. You cut that, Tyler. Tyler, we cut that, please. Thank you, sir. Thank cut you. It. Clip it. Clip it off. Clip it. Clip it good. Clip it real good. Do, 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 do. You get that one, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> this is the new program. We just asked Tyler if he gets our jokes. So we obviously. Hey, Tyler, we, do you get our dated jokes? We do t shirts for the program all the time. Two men on. We do t shirts all the time. We need a t shirt for Tyler. Do you get it, Tyler? Like, is. Yes. What about this one? Yes. Like, we'll find out. We'll get the perfect verbiage. Mm hmm. What about that, Tyler? There's, there's something there. There is. Yeah. There really is. That's a great idea. Did you, did you get that? Did you get that is good. Did, did you get, get that, that, Tyler? Yeah. You picked that one up, Tyler? Yeah. It just says, get that, question mark. Like, what? You guys want me to cut all of this, by the way, Clip right? it off. Okay, clip cool. it off. Clip it off. <laughs>
The whole program is obviously available. Just clip it off. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. When I first started radio years ago, I was on a show with a bell. Whenever we wanted something clipped off, we'd go. Like the Disney girl that loves to read? What is that? The bell. Tinker? Nope. Different bell. Tried. Okay. <laughs> also, Disney, come up with more names. <laughs> we got Tinker Bell. We have Bell. Yeah. We have Ron Bell. I had Bell's palsy. <laughs> you did. These are all very relevant. Sure. Derek Bell used to play on my Astros when I lived there. Mm-hmm. A lot of Bells. Bell, uh, Bell, 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 Diva. Mm-hmm. Bella Lugosi. Oh, very good. Team Bella. Yeah, there you go. Damn it, Tyler. <laughs> that was the human. That was the human from uh, the Team Edward versus Jacob yes. movie. Yeah. Twilight. Elizabeth, but they called her Bella. Really? I don't know. That's a that's a stretch. Bella is short for Isabella, right? I would think so. Okay. Yeah. So you can either go Izzy or you can go Bella. Correct. One is family. The other one is romantic. Oh, speaking of, did I tell you I took out our Izzy? Izzy Gonzalez? Yeah. No. The San Diego State game. We mourned the Lobo loss a little bit with, uh, a, with a cocktail at the press club. I tell you what, as far as correspondence that we had on this show, she's the most successful one ever. She's the, okay, best and most successful. Yeah. Also nicest. Incredibly nice. Most talented easily. Answers on the first ring, which is incredible to me. Really? Yeah. Huh. Quick draw, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. Also, just text. You know what her phone service is? Southwest Bell. Huh. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Tell you get that one? I don't get that. Yep. I knew I'd get one. <laughs> no idea. I knew I would. Just digging. Inventor of the telephone. And you know, think best you. intro to any movie of all time. Belly. Belly. There you go. Yeah. Tyler? <laughs> you can get that one. <laughs> so Van saw Wesley Snipes at a Whole Foods. Go ahead, Van. Oh, I got like 90 seconds? Yep. I did that on purpose. I know you did. So I see Wesley Snipes <laughs> at a Whole Foods. Yep. We're just casually shopping, uh-huh. and the way we're traversing the Whole Foods, Tyler, is like we're doing figure eight Serpentine. And we're running into each other in the middle of the aisle over and over and over again. One is left, one is right. And so, like, I don't get, like, starstruck or anything. I just treat people with dignity and respect, like the nice people they are. Okay. So finally, I'm like, we, we started walking by each other, like fist bumping, like, oh, you again kind of thing. And then we do it again, and then a couple more rows later, we uh-huh. do it again. And I'm like, look. Mr. Snipes. Okay. Like, this is bonkers to me. You didn't call him Wes? That Wesley Snipes is just shopping casually at a Whole Foods, and no one's asking for selfies. No one's asking for autographs. Right. No one is, like, creepily following you around the grocery store. I mean, he's got this guy fist bumping him every time he runs <laughs> into him. But other than that. Well, that was, that was, that was cool and casual. Right, it, right, was, right. it wasn't fanboy adjacent. Mm-hmm. And he says, Tyler, he says, I guess no one can picture Blade shopping at a Whole Foods. That's. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best answer to anything I've ever heard. The whole story. That's it. Literally, that's it. And then we kept fist bumping. Did he really say that? <laughs> he, li- he literally said that verbatim. That is wild. <laughs> this is wild. That's wild. I like that for him. I mean, for him, that's a guy at Whole Foods, right? For yeah. you, that is D. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, Snipes bro. Like, that's... No one can believe Blade shots at Whole Foods. <laughs> what? That's such a good line. I wonder if he had that one on deck. Final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, which is ample, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Tyler, anything? Nothing for me. You're performing Friday night. Oh, Friday night.
At Dry Heat. At Dry Heat Comedy Club. Sixth and Central, follow Dry Heat Comedy Club on Instagram. That's the best way to stay tapped in with your boy. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.